This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Today on the program, the adventure continues. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Shadak with Gene Hackman's voice. I'm Eric Siska. <laughs> Chris Cabin. And this is still the 500th episode of We Hate Movies. Welcome back to We Hate Movies. Thank you for retuning in. As always, this is WHM 500 Part D. That's right. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace from 1987, directed by Sidney J. Fury, who you may know as the auteur behind The Ipcris File, The Entity, multiple Iron Eagle movies, and the motion picture Ladybugs. I, he also directed a, uh, it's it's hard to find, you have to like know somebody who knows somebody to get this, a movie called Kablooey. <laughs> um, that was about a uh, purple alien who traversed the earth uh, to find his dog companion that he had been uh, traveling the stars oh, with. Oh, yeah, the dog is Kablunky, right? Yes, Kablunky yeah. is the dog. You're well, correct. Yeah, it's very That's interesting right. movie. Now, mm -hmm. can I just say really quickly, because I did not check uh, Chris Cabin's statement against the IMDb, so I'm going to take a chance here and say... Dude, can you hook me up with what you're smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Kablooey is the name of this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an in-joke for an episode that we recorded earlier <laughs> that's going to come out tomorrow. <laughs> Hooray! And I've already fucking forgot that because <laughs> that's how my brain is functioning. But anyway, here we are. We're back in the studio to talk about Superman Part 4, The Quest for Peace, just like we did 10 years ago, where we pretended that we ran out of time and had to do two episodes, when really we were just terrified about trying to do more than 35 minutes on something <laughs> back in the day. So here we are a decade later. Uh, this movie still fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I gotta say, I warmed up to it quite a oh. bit this time around. Mm -hmm. I think it's better than three. <laughs> I do I definitely think it's it's much better than three. It's it feels like a fucking Superman movie. And maybe it's because again we started this week by doing uh Superman the movie, which I fell full on fell back in love with. Like yeah. even though I, I knew that I liked it a lot. Now I'm like super in love with that movie again. And I was like, oh man. And then three just really just rips your taint out. And then <laughs> four is like, okay, I can sort I can at least see what they're doing. Nope. Oh my God, what happened here? Well, it looks like he ripped his taint out. <laughs> Detective <laughs> Ah, Superman got drunk again, started ripping people's taints out. Oh my god. That That's his so fucking bad. finisher when he put him in that fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> He's a taint rip. 
We're going to have to mass build cemeteries. They're all dead. <laughs> I mean, it's just a weird way to kill somebody. <laughs> oh, taint trip. Taint trip. Dusty. <laughs> I don't know, man, where I come from. That's a friendship move. <laughs> no, that's, I don't, a taint, that's a taint caress. Oh, oh sure. I Big see. difference. Yeah. Uh, what, it, was one of the, what was one of the ones? They had so many different like endings for this Mortal Kombat. One was like bestiality or something. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, animality. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, dude. Fucking scorpions just sucking off a goat. <laughs> yeah. Animality. <laughs> Wait, did, did he win or did he lose? I, I can't tell. <laughs> Dude, you know what? With that move, everybody's a loser. Well, yeah, so you do an, a bestiality, which is sucking off a goat in front of your enemy, thus disgusting them right. into killing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> It might, it might surprise everybody to, to to know that I think the quarantine might have gotten to Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. This guy's ragging about taints all day. He's got a problem. I was oh. the one that brought up sucking off goats, first of all. I, I meant more about the super. this being an okay movie. Oh, I uh, see. I don't know, Cabin. It just in comparison to part three is what we're talking about. Mm. But, see, but uh, Chris is comparing it to Zoo. Oh, right. Well, nothing, yes, yes. you know, we were beaten by the best, boy. Yeah, uh, nothing compares to you, uh, Sue. <laughs> Some people uh, were like, oh my God, is your 500th episode going to be a zoo? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> a real man was fucked to death by a horse. Uh, yes. It's kind of hard to mine for comedy for an extended period of time. I no, think, again, the only way, I think we've said this before, the only real comedy riff you could get out of that movie is the guy running from the federales with a bucket of pornography. <laughs> That's a really good point. It's a Trying really, to cross really the border. Which is a major comedic moment. Absolutely. Uh, also, for posterity's sake, because we played this uh, at the start of the 500 part one, uh, where it's here's what it sounded like when we introduced that episode. Here's what it sounded like really quickly. Get out you're the fucking Muppet Babies. This is what uh, we sounded like 10 years ago, introducing Superman part four. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Jupin. I am Steven Sadak. I'm Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Man, the fucking sands of time are a cruel mistress, dude. Uh, I, I, that was an, uh, an episode of uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, right? <laughs> I was just listening to. That's it's right. crazy how, like, when you're born and you grow up a little bit, you know, you're so full of wonder and vigor, and you could really do anything with your life, and sometimes you fall into podcasting for a decade. <laughs> You're, you're going to have dual Tree of Life bits in uh, these yeah, episodes. That's right. That's right. There's a theme going on. I do feel like there is a thing where, like, if you ask me, maybe say, oh, I don't know, in February, like, I don't know. Do you think uh, Do you think you're a much different person than you were when, uh, 10 years ago? Yeah, I've matured. Now I'm like, oh, absolutely. That man is dead. Whoever that was oh, yeah. is now dead. <laughs> totally. Because we're in dude. fucking August, dude. Augie doggy. Speaking of Augie doggy, dude, I will say a thing that I feel like, you know, Sidney J. Fury and the production designers here tried to course correct just a bit. We're trying as best as we can with our fucking uh, Gollum and Globus fucking uh, production uh, budget here. We're trying to recreate the majesty of the opening credits from the first movie. (laughs) 
And it's like, it really is the C-team version of that, but it is at least like the names gently flying across the screen. I, I don't know. This is like the opening, ti- like for a recorded dance competition. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the intro to that. Yeah. Sparkle motion's about to come out, you think? <laughs> this is yeah. sub-trauma. This yeah. is not good. The, these credits are pretty much what the last thing John Benet Ramsey saw. <laughs> oh, come on! Well, you know, go to a pageant and you get the. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, when her brother murdered her. That's oh, yeah. what he was watching. Yeah, it was just it was... on the TV. Right. Because uh, everyone in the house was so excited that Lex Luthor was back. <laughs> I know I was. I do think. Um, I was in least... the house with them, the, the, <laughs> the Ramses. God. <laughs> um, there, I do think at the very least, it's not over a very long and arduous and sweaty fucking farcical situation that has nothing to do with anything. We're in space. It feels and very smartly, the Golden Globus people are like, hey, you know what would be cheap? Instead of actually rescoring this movie, using all of John Williams' music again, which is totally absent, mostly absent. The theme pops up here and there in three. And like just kind of reworking it and just paying what we have to pay him kind of a thing. Yep, like let's give him the bare amount so he can't, you know, legally take action against us. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we'll just go from there. I, I will say I do like the title, uh the the thick uh print there they've got for the font. The, the quest for peace. Yes, you- when that pops up, I like that piece better than I like it that. Oh like- wait, you're talking about when it turns into like it looks like the title card from a comic book itself? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Disagree. I really like that. Because that's my problem with part two is they took all the majestic cinematography from that first movie, and they were like, no, 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 no. We want this movie to look like you're reading a comic book, so it's all flat and garbagey. And like, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is watch a comic book movie and just have it fucking feel like a comic book. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I think part two is still good, despite it mm-hmm. having more of a flatter cinematography. I didn't even oh, notice yeah. what you were saying, but I think it makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. It's just like it's not like there's not as much moving camera either. It's just yep. like we're putting this motherfucker on a tripod. Mm-hmm. We're filming it from three angles at the same time. And it all looks t- flat as yeah, fuck. Yeah, a couple two shots. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I guess that's because uh, comic books influenced everything. Kevin Smith learned how to frame a shot from comic sure. books. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. It just doesn't make for as interesting cinematography. Uh, so this movie starts off with a cosmonaut singing French, Frank Sinatra, and he gets fucking jacked in the face by a rogue satellite. I will say for as cheap as this movie is, this sequence looks good. Mm-hmm. Am I nuts? Yeah, this you're looks not. Good. Everything because, else looks like absolute ass. Well, because you like, know, you know what doesn't look good, Steve? What's that? Uh, Superman helping the Soviet Union? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, man, Superman, come on, they're supposed to be the enemy. Oh, <laughs> Superman. I bet that's part of was uh, Reeves' like cut in the script is like originally uh, Superman was going to blow them all away with his laser eyes. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 this has to be about peace. Yeah, because this, uh, this is very much a uh, – Superman and Christopher Reeve were the same person to me. Uh, Christopher Reeve does absolutely <laughs> despised Superman three, making it really like what in a fucking. I do love these like nuclear publicity tours actors used to go on in the eighties. Like, oh yeah, you, you hear about Margot Kidder talking shit about like now nobody talks shit about movies. Like actors don't like 
producers, directors still get into it, but I feel like actors do not go nuclear on movies like they used to uh, in the 80s. Well, it's because of the internet, dude. I mean, back yeah, then, you're it. on a press tour, you go on fucking Good Morning America or whatever, and you're talking about Superman 3, like, well, you know, aside from the weirdos that are taping morning television or something, like, you could say whatever the fuck you want. It would be <laughs> largely forgotten, like, by yeah, the next week or something like yep. that. But I gotta say, call to actors out there. If you want to talk shit about past productions, WHM Podcast is your <laughs> fucking goal, man. At, uh, just uh, we all hate movies at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us your problems. <laughs> but like he, he he almost didn't come back, but then he, uh, you know, the Salkins bounced and he's like, well, I like that. And then um, <laughs> uh, he was given like script approval and all sorts of a story credit and all this shit. So he came back with this movie, and he was a bit more. But then he wound up hating it as well. He's still, that's the funniest part about it is he made this whole stink about like I need fucking say over what happens in the story and this that and the other thing. And then he was still like, you know what? After all that, it was a real pile of shit. Too. <laughs> is that is he just like changing face because of the reviews? I think. Well, I think it was also the, the thing. The budget got slashed in half. So like, and this movie couldn't didn't wind up being the movie he kind of expected it to be. Like, there's so much deleted material you can read about. Like. And like not just deleted scenes, but stuff they just couldn't even shoot and blah blah blah. So it kind of, you can kind of see that. I think. Well, also like the writing should have been on the fucking wall, man. I'm sorry, you're getting into bed with the <laughs> Canon Group. Of yeah. course, the bottom was gonna fall out of something. Okay, Chris, Chris, what if in this movie, um, instead of the Quest for Peace, he goes to I don't know a South American country where drugs are being smuggled and he gets <laughs> a machine gun and now he's just killing everyone? Is that 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 sound good? Uh, he's in the jungle and then guess what, Chris? How about this? Uh, while he's in the South American jungle, uh-oh, there's some ninjas, too. <laughs> ninjas with machine guns, Chris. Well, How does that sound? That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Chris, Chris, what if he's uh, break dancing? right? He's break dancing. <laughs> what if, how about this, Chris, Chris, listen to this. What if Superman deflowers the last American virgin? <laughs> It's just like, you got to know, man, when your fucking check is being signed by Canon, there's probably going to be an issue in the production. Like, they should, they, should not have, they should not have scooped up the rights to a massive comic book IPO like this. Now, let me ask you, are you sure that he has laser vision and can't just throw dynamite? <laughs> How about we got that? All, we got all these squibs. I mean, that's the first thing we do at the beginning of every year. The Cannon Group buys two million squibs, <laughs> and if we whatever we have left over, we just put in the end of one of the movies. Yeah. Wait, so Chris Reeves got script approval, didn't like what was going on, so we fired him and got Chuck Norris, and now just Superman <laughs> tosses dynamite. That's his whole thing. <laughs> it's Chuck Norris in a blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And he did not shave the oh, beard. Oh, absolutely not. No, it's an iconic uh, beard. Yeah, I'm a dynamite man. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to stop you, Superman. This is kind of, this whole sequence is kind of like a nice post-opening credits cold open, though. Because it's still like you're on a soundstage. Yes. That's the other thing, Steve. I think it looks good because this is all soundstage stuff. Right. Uh, and we're not trying to do as much animation, like him flying over bad backdrops. Like Chris, you said it's like the intro to like a dance competition. I was thinking too, so much of the, the effects in this movie look like the just garbage videos you see on uh, karaoke machines. Oh yeah, where it's just yeah. like a fucking field, like a dewy field, and the sun is setting, and you're singing fucking "Living La Vida Loca" for some reason. That's what this shit looks yeah, like. You're it's not real wrong. cheap, man. Uh, Superman saves this guy, of course, after he gets hit in the face with the with the satellite. But it is kind of cool. I mean, again, like 
what we're trying to do is like Superman is not an, an American hero. He's going to save the Soviets. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's very much what kind of Chris Reeve was kind of Wait getting a at. second. And he speaks Russian. I'm throwing stuff at the screen. Oh my God. Superman speaking something other than English. Well, fuck that. See, what a nerd. See back in those days, at least the, uh, not my Superman t-shirts were homemade. <laughs> and were like kind of cool looking. It wasn't just like a branded merchandise site. It's just, like, it's just SJW stuff. Having them save the Russians. Yeah, and the uh, the the uh, Reddit was you yelling in your tool shed to no one. Star Trek having checkoff. There's just SWJ stuff. <laughs> yeah, Reddit was I can't just even a, smell. Reddit was just a zine back then. <laughs> totally. Uh, so we're back in Smallville. There's a lot of Smallville that's being sold and developed and whatnot. And Clark, excuse me, excuse me Mr. Reeve, uh, <laughs> Harry Crumbfingers, uh, Reddit, Reddit, Reddit zine here. Uh, quick question about Superman: Why is she not helping only Americans? <laughs> is it true or not true that Superman helps out pedophiles? <laughs> Please talk, talk into the microphone, please. <laughs> it's Superman. Talk, talk into the microphone, please. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, quick question, quick question. Um, uh, uh, is Superman cucked? Is he a cuck? Quick question, sir. Sir, sir cuck. Uh, cuck. Superman, in your last adventure, I noticed that uh, you took all the white people to prison and the black men got to go free. Uh, do you care to comment on that, Superman? This is uh, Anything? You want to say anything about that? Want to say anything saying, about that at all, Superman? And what do you say about the allegations that you were one of the founding members of Wayfair? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those people. That's how they get the speedy shipping is Superman. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you were saying something about the movie Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Yes. Oh, no. I was just saying that he's trying to sell his fucking dead mother's house. Oh, I, and <laughs> yeah. I, again, I mean, again, like the first like 20 minutes of this movie, I'm like, hey, is this good? Because I like this weird performance he's doing where he's not quite doing the Clark Kent masquerade. He's just kind of like Superman in glasses kind of a thing. Well, like, Yep. I mean, Smallville has turned into a Springsteen song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it totally. also kind of looks like Silent Hill when he finds it, when he first finds it. There's like fog a lot in the background. <laughs> I was a little spooked. Getting in my truck, driving down to the high school. There's where I got bullied a lot. <laughs> Fighting a bunch of monsters made up of eyeballs and tongues. <laughs> I think that's what's in Silent Hill. I don't know. <laughs> Remember when I kicked that football to space? <laughs> and I went bowling with the high school bully. Martha and Joe. Found an alien baby. <laughs> it was just naked, dick all out and stuff. <laughs> Lifted up a car. I don't know how. I'm just uh, living in Smallville. Father dropped dead of a heart attack I gave him. <laughs> yeah, that could all definitely work for an original Superman 4 soundtrack. <laughs> Zod was a dick, but Nan was a pretty good guy. <laughs> wow, really? Nice. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe. It seems like a nice guy. Uh, yeah, I bet if you get to know him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Um yeah, he's trying to sell uh, his parents' farm, which is, again, like, it's nice to at least... I mean, it's not the same set at all, but, like, at least it's sort of, like... Well, you're, they at least got the layout right, which yes. I was actually like. If you're facing the house in this yep. movie, the barn is to the left. It's the exact same layout as the first movie, which was kind of neat. 
Yeah, and it this does. guy this guy comes over to try, you know, he's he's like the real estate agent. He wants to push the property to a developer to make a shopping center of some kind. Right. So the Clark is like, hey, man, how about you only sell this to a farmer? If, you know, the agreement has to be they're going to keep this a working farm. And this dude's just like, Kent, we don't need farms anymore. Who's fucking farming? What good has a farm ever done anyone? You can't grow a can of, of uh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 80s. That's what we eat all the time. I appreciate this angle that he takes, but also I, I don't like the, uh, the bad talking uh, of malls. <laughs> he yeah, says no malls, and I'm like, please, sir, don't don't disparage my people. Seriously, <laughs> my dude, mall I was, people. I was raised in a fucking mall. What are you doing to me, uh, man? Remember those? Remember yeah. public space? Totally, dude. They um, but he does. Uh, the guy is like trying to, and, and I love how everyone in the entire town, including this grown adult, has to bully Clark Kent because he's like, "Hey, Kent, how about we do a little uh, baseball here?" And he's like, "I don't want to fucking. What are you talking what? about?" But I'm again, the, like this is like, it's so dumb that well, he he forces himself to humiliate himself this much well, because like the, this fucking old piece of shit is like better up, Clark, wait, wait. and like goes to throw the ball and like he's got to like whiff and almost spin around and fall over, like just hit it gently enough that it's like, wow, look at that, Mister Realtor, a home run. I guess I should have been on the baseball team. Okay, you know who this is. This has got to be Ben Hubbard. Oh, I see. <laughs> this has got to be Ben Hubbard, and he survived Martha. <laughs> oh, the fucking dude that was slinking around trying to fuck the yes, mom? Yes, oh, that's yes. right. I forgot about that. Again, see our episode tomorrow to get that joke. But <laughs> also, you know, Clark is asking for it here because he's giving him uh, baseball paraphernalia. I guess oh, that's it's a right. glove. Glo- uh, gl- and, yeah, uh, catcher's For his man. grandkids or whatever. So that sparks the let's throw the ball around. Totally. Kind of I also I thought this was Michael Parks for a second. I was like, holy shit. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. If that was Michael Parks in what is this, 1987? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, there is a kind of a nice line here where the guy goes, uh, he's talking about like, you know, Clark living in Metropolis or whatever. And he has a line to him uh, it's a long, long way from where you were born. And it's like, ah, it's kind of nice. Okay. How about that? Just stop humiliating yourself. Uh, he goes into the barn. Uh, this actually happens before the guy comes because he has to hide this fucking glowing <laughs> rod in his, in his uh, dude, 1980s vest. So dude, the baby God ship damn is it. still there? The baby ship is still there. I don't know. So he opens, he's noticing the barn. He's like, well, you know, before I sell this barn, I should get my alien paraphernalia out of here. <laughs> totally. Did my parents keep that spacecraft? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, it is, damn. It, it, Looks like kids been drinking and fucking in my spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in vomit and just, cum. Just piles and piles of dead kids who snuck into the <laughs> barn trying to party with the K-hole. Just, oh, man, this is awesome. Just let's go fuck under this barn. My, my only son, Kalel, let me tell you about Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. How do you turn this radio off? <laughs> Who's that fat guy? <laughs> Does this thing get chubby checkers? <laughs> ah, yes, chubby checkers. Musical act, something, something. I believe mean, it was just a singular checker there, John. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, uh, check, check, checkers is the fast food chain. Delicious. Oh, there I guess go. I meant what uh, Chubby Chess. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Chubby Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> chubby Trouble. Shit. Chubby Trouble is quarantine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you're not wrong. That is, is the title for our quarantine screenplay. This absolutely is the late show. We recorded the first episode about three hours ago for episode three. Now we're on, or for Superman three. Now we're on Superman four. It is the late show, and we are just hanging out. Oh, it's, yeah. it's going to be a solid hang right now, dude. I've been drinking a lot. It's great. Uh, We're having a great time talking about Superman for the quest for peace. He uh, he finds his ship, yeah, uh, under there, and he finds another, yet another big green crystal, this bad dragon crystal thing he's got, this big dildo. It's fucking uh, hilarious, though. It's like <laughs> the like the recording of the mother comes on because like you weren't getting Brando anymore, but this lady <laughs> will come back, and she's like, "All right, now, Superman." This one is definitely the last chance for you to reset your life. We had one before, and you were able to grow the Fortress of Solitude, but I swear this is the last extra alien crystal that is in this spaceship. Use it wisely. You've now done two out of two alien crystals. They're both in your inventory. <laughs> oh, man, I love doing these alien crystals. Oh, it gets so fucked up on kryptonite. Oh, smash it. Smash it up so we can sniff it up. <laughs> and she's like, hey, look, if you ever use this, you will lose contact with Krypton forever. But it'll do basically anything you need it to do. Just an FYI, wink, wink. Hope you don't need it this movie. Yeah, totally. And he, just, he literally just puts it in his back pocket. Dude, it is uh, the funniest thing. I think there's like a jacket hanging yeah. on a pole or something. And yeah. the, the realtor shows up and he's like, oh, fuck, better hide this huge fucking crystalline dildo. And he puts it in this like front pocket of the jacket. And it's still just like sticking out and glowing and uh, stuff. Clark, is that a glowing rod in your pocket or are you happy <laughs> to see me? Uh, Yes. <laughs> hey, Clark, hey, Clark, I can't help but feeling like I'm getting cancer right now. Uh <laughs> Uh, Clark, Clark, is it weird that whenever I come visit you on this property, my hair and teeth fall out? I feel like my blood is sweating, Clark. I, I don't know how else to say it. Oh, God. That is a real ailment. Sweaty blood. What did he die from? Sweaty blood. Oh, God. But I kind of uh, like this angle, and it goes nowhere because we never see the... the I mean, it's it's only just to give this, this dildo to Clark, but it's not... It, it, you know, I would like at the end, maybe he finds another farm or maybe Clark decides, you know, I'm going to I'll just keep this up on the weekends. It'll be my weekend home. I'll do farming on the week. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of something that would be something. Of course. I mean, you know, like we want to get a place in the country, have like a little weekend place kind of a thing. Like, that's what Superman should really be building this up to. It's like you own it, dude. You can get there in fucking two seconds, by the way. That's mm -hmm. Just like weekend on the farm. You get a lot of exercise, mm -hmm. tilling the fields and stuff. Grow some hemp. Yeah, exactly. Keeping that shit under a fucking camouflage thing so the feds don't bother you. And if they do, I can just kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then Superman just successfully becomes like Smallville's weed slinger. Absolutely. Ooh, I like this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally. And he's just fucking chilling like, oh, man, like you want to go out to the Kent farm and hang with Clark for a little bit when we re-up? <laughs> and it's right. just like Superman like sitting on the couch like, oh, come on in, man. I'm just about to fire <laughs> one up. He's fucking watching <laughs> cartoons, eating yeah. cereal. And now suddenly Brad doesn't have an alcoholism problem anymore because he also has a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's able to kick the booze because he's just on the flower, man. At least that's not going to kill him. My only, Brad. My only son, Kalel, you cannot interfere in the cause of human events by growing such such dank weed <laughs> <laughs> these human beings are fragile Kalal. they are not able to take the sticky icky dank shit we had here on krypton your my weed, the crystals Ooh. your weed shouldn't have more crystals than the ship <laughs> <laughs> 
man, just digging into some sticky crystalline goo. Love it. Uh, oh, so then we cut to a rock quarry, and here, of course, back in the franchise is Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman himself. Uh, I guess the idea is after he's left behind in the prison in the second movie, Otis just fucking dies in jail. Yep, mm-hmm. I think so. We're not bringing Ned Beatty back for these movies. God damn it, what a mistake! He got ganked by you know a shiv like <laughs> five hundred times in the chest. Seriously, <laughs> See- man. I- I see it more as like I think that uh, Luthor clearly uh, traded him for some smokes. Uh, <laughs> yep, I think that's oh, yep. more likely. Ultimately, totally, dude, totally. I, I guess he sold him for whatever bullshit "quote unquote" wig he's wearing in this movie. Is this yeah. a wig or no, is this I, just his hair? I think this is hack hair, Steve. Oh no, yeah. no, it's always been hack hair. But the joke is that, that it's, it's he's he's supposed to be the super the Lex Luthor wig because he's supposed to be totally bald. But no, I, I know. But in this movie, though, I'm saying like. Because in the first movie, Gene Hackman refused to shave his head, so the gag was like, you're going to wear wigs. And that's why in the beginning of the second movie, he is actually bald because they were like, hey, man, he's not going to have a fucking wig in prison. But in this movie, it's just Gene Hackman's like totally balding head and like... You can see through it. It's really bad. They don't even have a bald cap scene at all. No, which is... I guess he just just said no to that. They were like, oh, and then you'll wear a... And he's like, nope. Nope. They're nope. like, you know what? This is the fourth Superman movie. It's being produced by fucking canon. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're shit. just going to have your real head of hair, Gene. That's fine. It's kind of amazing they got him back. I don't, yeah. What is the story there? Has anybody read anything about no. what attracted him back to? I mean, this is, it's he's, nine years after the first movie. He's fucking Gene Hackman. Like, he didn't have to do this. He said something, something that he was, he probably would have done part three, but because the whole story was like, oh, he was pissed at the Salkins like uh, Margot Kidder was, which he was. He talked a lot of shit because everybody loved Richard Donner. Yeah. But the thing is, he was like, oh, no, I never had a real problem with them. But then once they left the franchise, like, oops, I'm available again. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Has anyone, like, is there another instance of a cast standing up for a terminated director like this before? No, I, don't, I mean, usually not. James Gunn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, that's I guess true. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul, um, Paul Rudd let, left, left Edgar Wright in the dust. <laughs> uh so he's he's in there you know breaking rocks and whatnot and we are introduced to lenny luthor here's john crier doing oh, this california mm-hmm. accent this is poochie man this it is totally yeah. poochie and i i think john crier is a good guy it's nothing against john crier this just fucking sucks well, I don't it's, know him personally, so he, for all I know, he's he the do- worst motherfucker on this planet. <laughs> oh, come on. He, he seems do- like a nice guy. He doesn't seem to be saying the words he's saying. Well, there's a lot yeah. of bad ADR in this movie. It, it seems like it's most of it, though. Like, most of yeah. what he's saying just is like, ho, 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 You know what? He probably <laughs> played it more realistically, and then they just AD'd, like, had him come in and do ADR to make it more Californian. You yeah. Could be, yeah, you could be right. I mean, because clearly this is not how John Cryer sounds. It's it this but stupider. This but stupider sounding <laughs> from your gut. From your well, gut, you make it stupider. God. Here's the thing, though. I think you're onto something there because, again, we That's are dealing with canon. We're fucking cheap as balls. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they may have made this movie like they make movies in Italy. Like, they just did <laughs> not record any live sound uh, yeah. and fucking dubbed the whole thing. I mean, there's so much bad ADR in this movie. It would not surprise me to learn that. You're right. Canon is uh, you, they're always uh, balls cheap. Like you've, you've heard of balls deep. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's cheap because they're fucking balls deep in cheapness. That's. The- I do think well because the the scene all the scenes with Jeremy, the kid who will introduce a little ah. bit, is totally ADR. It's like some fucking voice forty year old voice actor doing. I'm a little boy. I'm like, yep. that is not him. And also the 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 teacher in that scene is the woman from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead previous yep. episode. Who? What the uh, Christine Applegate's boss? No, the 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 scheming woman that wants to get her fired. David Duchovny's okay. partner. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and she's the teacher, and in that movie, and I've seen her in other movies too. She's got not a deep voice, but a deeper voice. But in the, in that classroom scene, it's like, "Hello, I'm your teacher. Hello, hi." <laughs> and it's just—I don't know if they redubbed the actress or what. It just, or maybe she was doing a voice. It's just very strange to me. I, yeah. It, the fact that ADR shows up so much in the canon movie—I know it's probably because of just like uh, the equipment's not good. But like, I always just imagine just Gohan and Globus were actually doing all the voices. They're just brilliant. <laughs> voice actors but they never told anybody because they just did it for this well because i mean it, it totally makes sense because it's cheaper like that's why people do it like you don't have yeah. to re- record live sound you're mm-hmm. outside for a lot of this i mean a lot of this is sets also but like either way it's cheap as fuck to just like not do anything just roll camera have them do it and then record it later right and also for the italians you know they did it because they would have actors from all different parts yes. of the world exactly and, yeah. right yeah 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 and it didn't matter and they just dubbed him uh so you know here's crier he comes in with this fucking uh you know crazy uh decked out uh uh, uh i'm trying to say catalog convertible that's the word i'm looking for oh this thing is so fucking stupid it's, it's got the <laughs> The surrounder sound or whatever, and it's like these fucking horns sticking out of the car that have speakers on them that shove them like right into your ear, pretty much. It's like I, right, yeah. the window is a speaker. Yeah, it looks like I would not want to take a ride in this car. Uh, that's for sure. And these these fucking like prison guards are like, "Hey, you can't be driving around here." And he's like, "Oh, but hey, look at my pretty cool car. You want to sit in it and take a ride?" Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're both stupid. Yeah, sure, we'll do that. <laughs> Just do that. <laughs> We're uh, fucking morons. Come on, get out of here, kid. Let us in. Hey, do you uh, have no brain in your head, Jimmy? Yeah, neither do I. Let's get in the car. Well, they do work for an American Department of Corrections, so odds are they're stupid assholes. Ooh, fan theory here, by the way. Now that I'm realizing that Luther is on this chain gang, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's whistling Mozart and everyone's making fun of him. What if, uh, you know, Ned Beatty, uh, Otis's ultimate demise is he got in a hard-boiled egg-eating contest with George George Kennedy <laughs> uh-huh. and had a heart, at- a massive heart attack. Sure. Oh, I could see it. I could totally. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, damn, there's one more egg, Mr. Luthor. 406. <laughs> yes, keep going, Otis. I got a lot riding on this one. Yeah, it's, it's like the scene in Raiders where they're doing shots, but it's eggs. <laughs> oh, yep, dude. It Actually, then it should have been fucking Ned Beatty versus William Hootkins who's in this movie. <laughs> Mr. Luthor, eggs. Mr. Luthor, I feel like I'm going to explode. Please no more. Do it, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> but it hurts. It hurts. Oh, Mr. Luthor, I think my stomach's bleeding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got too many eggs in me, Mr. Luthor. Yeah, I'm like Lu- a chicken. Luther would say something like glib about Humpty Dumpty then. Then right? <laughs> push him off a cliff or something. Totally. Speaking of getting pushed off a cliff, uh, John Cryer gets these two guards to get in this car and then he remote controls, like seals them in it and drives it off a cliff. And I'm sorry, but these dudes are a yep. thousand and ten percent dead yep. here. Yes. And you I see them ca- crawl out of the little crevasse. Yeah, covered Fuck in like that. dust and soot. It's like Looney Tunes. 
Oh no! So when it happens, you're like, "Oh, cool! Lenny Luther fucking kills! I like this!" And it's yep. like, "Oh no, it doesn't." Yep. This also this is like a classic canon cut because you don't see any explosion. Mm-hmm. Like you just see the car go off screen, then they you hear an explosion, and then just a plume of black smoke. Like <laughs> yep. you just lit up a campfire, not like a huge explosion fire. Yeah, dude, Canon Films, we are cutting corners wherever we can. If you listen to that explosion, you, you can hear Chuck Norris in the background a little bit. <laughs> There's sort of helicopter blades. <laughs> uh, so it turns out Lenny shares uh, Uncle Lex's bloodthirst for destroying Superman, which they yeah. say at the same time as the idea. And so Lex Luthor, again, is freed from jail thanks to... His nephew, which is, god damn it, I know we said it's Poochie, but it's also just like when that fucking caveman hung out on DuckTales. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever that little fucker was. What was that guy's deal? He's a piece of shit. They went back in time in one episode, and uh, you you better believe it was humans and dinosaurs living together. Yep. And then they fucking brought this little cave duck back with them, and he was just friends with them. That's insane, It's totally insane. Like, you you might have wiped out generations worth of people. Well, that you know, Scrooge McDuck doesn't care, dude. He was going to make a fucking fortune bringing dinosaurs into the present day. Oh, God, that's terrible. That's fucking disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> it is, I, dude. I do Scrooge think McDuck is a villain. We've discussed this before, but we will again for sure. Absolutely. Uh, the way this, the, the way my life is going, I'll be talking about Scrooge Duck well into my four, my forties. <laughs> I am a thirty-six-year-old man talking about yeah. Superman four for mm-hmm. the second time. Yeah. Of yeah. course, whatever, uh, dude. We love what we do. You know we do. what? Episode a thousand. We'll just do this again. <laughs> oh yes, Jesus, that's Christ. it. <laughs> We're pushing uh, I, 50 talking about <laughs> Superman 4. Maybe that's a problem, sure. I do think, uh, but I, I, and speaking of the last time we did this, I do remember we gave a little special attention to this, but it's too funny not to mention again, just because it's on the IMDb trivia that John Cryer was kind of excited about this movie because, you know, he, he had just done Pretty in Pink, then he's in the new Superman movie, and they finish record, they finish filming, and Gene Hackman just pulls him aside and he's like, kid, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> and he was like, he was heartbroken. Oh man! I mean, Mr. Hackman knew what was up, man. He knew. He's like, do you know what Golden Globus is? Have you ever seen one of those pictures, kid? You're in a Canon picture now, kid. It's uh really different. There, there's still filming Charles Bronson, just like and giving him money. It's disgusting. I mean, honestly, John, get out of here, kid. Did uh, you see Over the Top? <laughs> uh, I do think um, we should mention also that. Um, John Cryer has come back in recent years as Lex Luthor on that Supergirl show, which people tell me as is Lex, pretty good. Lex Luthor or Lenny? As Lex Luthor. He plays Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah. Weird. I don't know anything about that, but I do know there appears to be a new, I guess possibly fucked up because of COVID addition to that CW universe. There's, did you see this shit? There's a show coming yeah. out <laughs> called Superman, Superman and, Lois. and Lois. Yeah. Okay. What's that about, Fuck dude? is that shit? What's that uh, about? It's the guy who plays Superman, and I assume Lois Lane's on Supergirl as well, uh, as a spinoff. And I guess they're doing it. They're kind of just redoing uh, Lois and Clark from the 90s. Yeah, yep. which that's fine, because that Dean Cain's a fucking idiot. I don't think I ever really watched that oh, show. Oh, I watched a ton of that I, show, dude. I, yeah. Sexy? What? Was it sexy? <laughs> Not especially. I mean, like, Terry Hatcher was attractive as Lois Lane, but Dean Cain was just a fucking idiot back then anyway, just dumb as a sack so, of whale shit. And what look the hell what happened were they to that doing? guy. Were they I just, mean, it, 
workplace a, comedy. Yeah, so it, no, no, it kind of really was. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. Honestly, they were sort of like more of a fun-loving duo. The guy who is the dad and son-in-law played Perry White on the show. Oh I hell yeah, dude! Yes, yeah, yeah. so you're getting. Into, I remember uh, I watched the pilot like five or six years ago, drunk out of my mind, and I was like, <laughs> "This is brilliant!" You know, no this, way, really. This is how you do Supers meds. <laughs> I'm like talking about cat. <laughs> this. This is this is the one. Ripley, Ripley, listen to me. Listen to me, Ripley. <laughs> I think we're gonna do that ourselves tonight. Like I think we've been talking about Superman. We're, we're gonna be talking about Superman for six hours today, pretty much. Yeah, no, I yeah. might continue this. I I, I yeah. will say I asked Steve uh, for some recommendations or episodes of Superman the Animated Series, so I was fucking lit like a rocket fucking watching some <laughs> of that last night. I, I resubscribed to DC Universe or whatever and just there fucking did it up. Not too bad. I don't. I I will say just as a quick detour here, Steve, you had me watching some shit where there was a Batman crossover, mm-hmm. which is rad. But man, I gotta tell you. The, the way that they, it's like it happens in later season Batman the Animated Series when they turned it into Batman and Robin. Yep. They changed the animation style. They make Bruce Wayne look like way younger. And so he's on the Superman show. He's just drawn completely different. The Joker looks like garbage. The Joker looks like absolute trash. I, I, Total trash. And Wait. I think that World's Finest is awesome, uh, just to call, call it what it is. It's an awesome, awesome uh, crossover. Great way to do Batman versus Superman. Uh, unlike For other sure. things did. So yeah. How does the Joker how does the Joker look? Because we say the Joker looked awful. I'm like, hmm, I can think of plenty of examples. <laughs> well, it's yeah. not like that like roided out, jacked up Joker that I've seen in certain places, which is absolute mania. Has he cut off his own face and made it his new face? <sighs> Thank God no. No, it's I mean it's not that bad. It's he's just he's all white, like uh his face. There's no like lips on him at all. His eyes are black for some reason. They're and very he, it's like beady little oh. eyes too. <laughs> it's re- he looks so cartoonish. I mean the same Grace is yeah. The voice acting through all of it is incredible. Kevin Conroy is there as as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mark Hamill is there doing the Joker. So like, it's no, still totally cool. great. But just it was so. And I've been watching a lot of Batman the animated series recently anyway. So just switching animation styles like that, which just had my brain kind of going. Clancy Brown is Luther rules, by the way. FYI, that yes, Clancy good. Brown voices Lex Luther. It's I, fucking great. I will say I like the guy who's playing Superman in the Supergirl show is. Um, Tyler Hotchner, I think his name is. He's in Palm Springs. He was in uh, Everybody Wants Some. Oh, is he's the he's the groom in Palm yes. Springs? Yeah, right? yeah, oh, yeah. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, yeah. He's really, really good. good movie, I like by him. the way. Uh, anyway, so that was a whole fucking detour. So where are we? Oh, uh, hilariously, a uh, speaking of taking a Pelham one two three, Steve, a motorman has like a heart attack or passes <laughs> out or something driving the subway, and it's a weird like. Clark is going to get on, and the doors close on him, and Lois is in the train car. Uh, and, of course, uh, it starts barreling down the track. This dude's dead. Dude, we posit in that super, in the episode coming out tomorrow, the Superman motion picture, is that Tony Todd, the Grim Reaper, is final destination in Lois Lane. And it keeps it keeps going to part four. Like, why else would this guy have a heart attack? And not for <laughs> nothing, man. This a wild, out-of-control uh, subway car is that not the epilogue to Final Destination Three? Correct. It, nice. It's a heart attack that he recovers from immediately. I mean, I don't know that it's a heart attack. The guy's not like ah, my chest or anything like that. He just kind of like slumps over and I hit. smell toast. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's saying it over the train radio. Like, uh, passengers <laughs> aboard the train, I'm smelling toast. Is anyone else smelling toast? Oh, that's Dad. no good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dad, when he smelled some toast. <laughs> Oh, so, you know, Superman yes, comes in and saves the day, of course. There's a weird, like, <laughs> he steps off and he's like, Kevin, you got this? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, I just want everybody to know that, like, even though all these people almost just died, uh, rail system is, like, the safest way. Public transportation is the yep. safest way to get around anywhere. And it's, like, the, uh, the also the most, like, ecologically conscious, I guess. Yeah. yeah and, it's a weird thing. You realize that this movie is... It's the Superman entry into like what Star Trek IV The Voyage Home was doing. Like this is the environmental movie. Yes. And it's not just like an anti-nuke thing, but yeah, it's also totally pro-public transportation. Like, you know, uh, hey, uh, Metropolis citizens, you know, maybe instead of, you know, congestion trafficking in downtown, we're all taking this totally still safe public transportation train. But this, again, was definitely, you could just smell Reeve cutting and being like, okay, I, I get, yeah, it's a good action sequence. But at the end, we have to say, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a Captain Planet thing. We just have to immediately pivot and be like, yep. here's the message, everybody. The more I, you know, dude, it's like the end of a fucking G.I. Joe episode. I do think the um, it's also a callback to Superman 1 when she falls off the helicopter and he's like, well, Lois, it's a, I mean, it, it plays much better and it's actually a joke there. It's like, uh, statistically, it is safer to fly than anything else. You know, it's oh, kind of right. This, yep. It's kind of similar to that, but I do think it, it is yeah. also like this movie does have a real. Ag ag it's got an agenda. I want, agenda. <laughs> I want to see his sources flying in helicopters. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why, 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 why? Why? Why does Superman have to have an agenda? Is what I'm, <laughs> I'm asking. I'm I'm a tiny, tiny little racist, uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I am the size of your shoe. Uh, why do we have uh, 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 Superman having to walk around talking about anti-nuclear weapons? I mean, come on. That's what, we're, what, that's what America needs. <laughs> it's God. scary that people think like that. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, so speaking of fucking total scumbags in the public eye, uh, we're introduced to David Warfield. He's a billionaire fuckboy that's just bought out the Daily Planet. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck this dude, man. What a shit <laughs> fuck garbage nothing character to put in this movie. Played by Sam Wanamaker, a.k.a. I want my Superman to have a big Zapata mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it, dude. Love yeah, it. Sam Wanamaker himself. And so he's Could we have like a a fringes on the cape? Some fringes? <laughs> I want to look. I want him to look like he just walked out of uh, the Sunset Strip. <laughs> Less hippie-ish and more Superman. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Think Dennis Hopper as Kellel. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. I love Dennis Hopper. He could do it. He could. I, I would watch him play Superman or Luther. Mm. I'm your daddy and I'm about to fucking die here. <laughs> It'd be great, dude. Oh, man. Isabella Rossellini as Lois Lane. <laughs> totally. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to be great. And actually. Totally counterthetical. We're gonna have Kyle McLaughlin as Lex Luthor. Yeah, you'd think he'd be <laughs> Superman, but it's a David Lynch Superman movie. So Dennis Hopper is Superman. I'm, I'm flipping the script here. I've actually cast a puppet to play Perry White. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Hopper's got an oxygen tank as Superman over his face, and he's like inserting kryptonite into Lois. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, that's a movie. 
David uh, Lynch is Superman. But I, <laughs> it's just half of it. It looks like blue velvet shot for shot for half of it. <laughs> Uh, the uh, who was a director who was apparently signed on and like did some didn't do some stuff but like was pre planning until he got into a row with Christopher Reeve because uh, he was in a, he was in a mood that week. Uh, Wes Craven. Wow. Oh, weird. That would have been cool, probably. Yeah. It would have been it would have been better for sure. There's just no way around it. Oh yeah. man, Superman versus a... vampires. <laughs> Superman. Yeah. Was there a Superman villain that fucking got you in your dreams, Steve? <laughs> Not that I remember. Like, did he have like a like a cheap like Sandman knockoff or something? <laughs> or maybe just set it in Smallville and there's like you know they're fucking um, last house on the left type of people. In- oh Jesus, we we never go to that side of Smallville, you know. <laughs> and you know it's there, though. You know it's there. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. You get out some of those fucking derelict farms, dude. Or the hills have eyes. Is actually, what yes. I oh, say. dude. Superman oh, sh- versus Mercury and Jupiter and all those dudes. Oh yeah, man. And then Superman. Then you can introduce Super Dog, dude. Crypto. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck yes. Be way better. That movie. I caught. I want to say the last like. 15 minutes of the original The Hills Have Eyes the other day on Shutter TV. It's kind of a snooze. It's a snooze, but like the last moments of that movie are truly unsettling. Yep. And I was just sitting there like, this is upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so also with uh, David Warfield is his uh, nepotism-loving daughter, Lucy <laughs> or Lacey Warfield, played by uh, the great Mariel Hemingway. Yeah, if, she's if, it's a if, woman if, with an L name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, his boner is, is really hitting it. Oh, my God, her name starts with an L. It's Lacey, and that could be the underwear she He's wearing two. <laughs> well, gee, Lacey, yeah. uh, what if I called you Lacey Lane? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we need like some that? alliteration. What if you were Lacey Lorefield? I just, I need, I need an L here, Lacey. <laughs> Lord, just field. take a drive down your Lacey Lane. <laughs> this is my friend Lois Lane. This is a picture of her. Uh, what if I, you looked more like her? Why don't you change your hair a little bit? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's what Superman likes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm flying. I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> oh hey, Lacey Warfield. Here's another thing, making it look more like my love, Lois Lane. You know, why don't you, uh, why don't you smoke five packs of cigarettes a day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the swirl on the bun, Lacey. Oh, oh, I'm hypnotized. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> Oh fuck! Superman's Vertigo, also another great movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, he buys out the paper from under everybody. Perry White is not happy with it. It is, it is funny. Like Lois Lane's like, I'm going on vacation. Like, no, you're not. Yeah, not this time. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, his whole idea is like, hey man, I'm gonna turn this into a fucking cheap tabloid rag. And they're like, but no. Journalism. Yeah. Lacey, uh, uh, is it Ivanka Warfield? Is that her name? Is yes. It? Yeah. Ivanka yeah, okay. Warfield. Yeah, I think. Ivanka. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I'm David Warfield. I want to fuck my daughter, Lacey Warfield. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is. It's very true. Uh, so around this time, uh, the president gets on the air and he's like, you know what? <laughs> We tried this whole like peace and you know <laughs> nuclear dearmament and whatnot, but uh, fuck it, we're we're uh, we're gonna build up our nukes because them Soviets are doing the same thing. And we cut to this classroom, and this is where I'm like, why why did the movie go away from Superman? What's yep. going on mm-hmm. here? Great and we question. Got this, 
this little this little classroom in the middle of nowhere where this teacher's like, oh, you know, so nuclear proliferation is happening here, and uh, what can we do about it? And this little turd Jeremy's like, why don't we write a letter to Superman? Can Jeremy's I, spoken, guys. <laughs> can <laughs> I say is. that up until this moment, I was actually really tense because I was like, oh, this is like this place is going to blow up or something <laughs> because why why are we here like that'd be great I, I was just like or like so, it's going to be raised for some reason oh, oh like the school was going to be vaporized yeah, yeah i was like wait <laughs> something bad's about to happen if we just cut to this place oh geez mr <laughs> luthor why am i bombing all these schools <laughs> <laughs> oh man Otis, uh, you understand how much real estate prices go up after <laughs> after schools are decimated <laughs> Otis, uh, guess what? Uh, after you decimate like two of the schools, you can call those Otisburg. Oh, I got you, Mr. Luthor. We can repopulate the Earth with our superior seed. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You know what? That's a good Lex Luthor plan. Find a bunch of towns and get all the schools out of there because then you could be like all those assholes that are like, you know, just because I own property, why do I got to pay school tax? I don't have kids in school. Those fucking people. I mean, Luther would win the presidency easily. Oh, in a slide. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wins in a landslide in the comic book, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> he does. He? Yeah. He's president for a little bit. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Superman is like, oh, shit. Uh, he he does write a letter to Superman. Lacey Warfield gets it, and she's like, oh, let's throw this in the trash. Oh, no, the, <laughs> L- Lois Lane is like, you should read this. It's mm-hmm. really important. I, I do appreciate Margot Kidder doing Lois Lane in this movie again, honestly. Like, yes. again, maybe I'm an asshole, but like, I. She cares you are, here, but <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> she, she cares. She's like, oh, we got this letter from this little kid. I think you should read it, Clark. And the, the weird part about this movie, which is a little unanswered, aside from the fact that he totally weird secret uh, secret kisses her again, I think this whole movie only works if Lois knows that Clark is Superman all the time. I agree. Yeah. Because she's just like, oh, hey, Clark, why don't you read this letter this little kid wrote to Superman? And he's like, okay. It it seems stupid. And then I kept on going back and forth in my mind, like, wait, what happened in two? Does she know what is going on? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the weird thing of like, but, you know, what they sort of lay out in this movie, I guess, is like the kiss didn't work the first time or it it wears (laughs) off or something. And it would only make sense too. It'd be it would actually be kind of cool. She she knows it doesn't work, but like it's this guy Clark, but he's Superman. That's kind of great of him, you know. And it's like it, to... that's it's like keeping him happy. Like he yes. thinks the secret's safe. That's fine. She knows it will be safe with her. I'm exactly. gonna have to kiss you some more to make you forget. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so she he reads this letter and it's like, oh my goodness, some little boy's writing to Superman. Uh, what if he? What if Superman could just rid the world of nuclear weapons? Hmm, oh my. Hmm, hmm. And then like L- L- Lacey Ward feels like oh that's a great story to fuck over that superman piece of shit so she runs it <laughs> which is run as superman the kid drop dead because he doesn't do anything oh yeah it's so great uh mimicking of course the famous uh, uh head, ford? headline yes ford to new york drop dead so, so while this is all happening uh a d- fucking gene hackman and john crier are breaking into the museum to find. Oh God! Yeah, the, the, is it is oh, it a right. Metropolis Museum or is it a Superman specific museum? I, I think, think it's a Superman specific museum. Yeah, I think it's okay. like Museum of mm. Superman, and I don't right. know how what kind of talks went into getting Gene Hackman to look like he's playing the basses for the specials. 
I don't know wh- how look. that happened. I, I really am mystified. I think in the plot, he's just wearing Lenny's clothes. I yeah. guess. He's got his bomber jacket, this hat, these sunglasses. You know, I was like, is he wearing Lenny's clothes or is he trying to disguise himself as a stupid looking tourist? I yeah, think one that's what it's supposed to be. Is this, he's right. like, oh, I'm just going to look like an asshole, asshole tourist here. Yeah, that'll <laughs> do it. Yeah. And then he's stopped by Owen Wilson as a little cowboy <laughs> and all the other guys from those movies that I didn't watch. Oh, Night at the Museum. I thought yeah. you were talking about the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I think Robin no. Williams is like Roosevelt or maybe Custer. He's Teddy Roosevelt okay. in that movie because, of course, the, the big Teddy Roosevelt statue outside the Museum of uh, Natural uh, History. Of course. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. to that. Yeah, yeah f- fuck that. Tear yeah. it down if you haven't already. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so Clark is fucking pissed off about this headline and flies off to the Fortress of Solitude. These elders have to return, and they're di- they're different actors. It's not the same guys. Yes, but like, what is the deal here exactly? They're all yelling "betrayed, betrayed." I don't know. I mean, it's like the fucking. It's the one station you get at, at the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just went there to watch the Met game and it's like, oh, fuck. No, it's just like he asked them, like, can I pretty please rid the world, my this planet of nuclear weapons? Like, oh, you can go to a different planet. It doesn't have nuclear weapons. There's so many that are more advanced than Earth. Right. Or, and no, if you were to do this, you would betray us. Betray. Betray. You know like, Honestly, right, okay. give me that movie. Give me Superman hanging out on an Earth-like planet that is like super advanced and we just get like a sci-fi superman i'm into it it'd be kind of neat i'd be down to see what that looks different i'm just so fucking tired of metropolis (laughs) me to metropolis drop dead (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, oh this is the oh this is the we have a fucking scene where you see how clark kent lives I got to tell you, man, I'd be sort of worried. Like, you see this apartment. It's like, this is not a reporter's apartment, man. You got Superman money in this house. I don't know what's going on. It's nice, dude. It's 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 a fucking... It's kind of amazing that it's been four movies and we were finally seeing his apartment. Maybe that was part of Christopher being like, um, I think finally we should see, I don't know, Clark Kent's fucking apartment, maybe? I don't know. See how he lives? Yeah, totally. Uh, um, also, it's, it's kind of hilarious because he's got... All this sports paraphernalia from varied teams. There's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers banner. <laughs> There's a New York Giants thing somewhere else. I'm like, what is this guy up to? Yeah, is this uh, maybe those are souvenirs from like, oh, these are professional sports teams I've saved when their plane <laughs> engines went out. Or, oh, totally. Or like there was a fucking terrorist threat to the stadium or yeah. some shit, like sudden death. Yes, uh, you see, we uh, we make him sports fan. Yeah, <laughs> big <laughs> American sports fan. It's well, it's it's so fucking phony baloney, man. Because like, if you want to have like the Smallville Rockets or whatever, like that's cool, or the Metropolis, whatever yeah. the fucks. But like, if you're doing what he's doing right here, and you have no like tie to that region or that university, like when someone is a fan of like like a huge fan of like a college football team, but they never attended that school, what are you doing? <laughs> you, when I you have no connection to that school at all, what are you doing? The college football thing, I think, is big in the South because what they don't have cer- certain uh, states don't have teams. teams at all. Yeah. yeah, like Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah, it's just it's always been silly to me. Anyway, uh, so he's hanging around. He is. He's like watching the news. I think he's watching. That's right. He's watching like the Russian premier like give an address where he's like, "Hey, by the way, uh, I heard what your shithead president had to say about nukes. Well, guess what? 
Russia's right there. The USSR is right there, baby. And uh, Lois shows up. They're about to go to some gala of some kind. And she's like, you're not ready. He's like, I don't feel very much like going. And he's like, they wind up having this nice scene where, or nice for a second anyway, where they go on a, uh, they go for a walk on this amazing fucking patio. My God. That's what I was talking about specifically, man. This is like a high rise apartment. This, this, this patio appears to take up like a quarter of the outside of the building. That's but Lois, Lois Lane's got a fucking patio too. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's a fucking daily planet. I mean, when, when, when they're talking about the pla- the 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 planet hasn't made money in three years, this is why. Look how you're paying <laughs> your reporters. Totally, dude. Your reporters should not be making fucking six figures here. Shit, this seven like seven figures. Yeah. Jesus Christ, with this shit. <laughs> uh, and they're talking, and he kind of reveals again that he's Superman to her, and she's like, "Oh, I've never forgotten." And he's like, "Oh, really? Interesting." It's just so insane. Like he's like. Oh, you know, I need to get some fresh air. Like, that's why they go out there. And then he's like, you know what, Lois? Things are just so tough sometimes. And he goes to, like, just jump off the building. Like, he oh, makes that's her right. think she's a, he's about to commit suicide. <laughs> and she's like, Clark, no, please. You're my only friend. Please don't kill yourself. And he's like, oh, you're coming with me, Lois. And, like, pulls her off the fucking <laughs> building. They both fly down. And then they fly up again. And I'm like, dude. That is the fucking worst way to tell this woman you are Superman. She yeah. may she may not remember every time like something like this happens, but every time that shock happens, it's a strain to her heart. You yes. got to understand that keeps on happening like six, seven times. She's out of here, man. And she's totally. a confirmed heavy smoker, dude. You can't be fucking around like that. Can't just that be game. fucking surprising people in such a way. My God. Huh. Well, Lois, I guess you didn't realize I was a family annihilator. <laughs> We're both going to hell tonight, Lois. <laughs> they uh, they do a really, really. Oh. This is where I had the yeah. thought about the karaoke video. Yeah. This fucking trip around the world they do. Get I'm, out of town. I'm in Delaware. Delaware. Here I am in Delaware. Actually, dude, Steve, you are not far off because my favorite line in this sequence is they're flying around and you see the Golden Gate Bridge and then you just hear Superman go, look at that. And it just cuts to a shot of San Francisco. Look at that. And then they just keep going. Didn't you you hear when he said, come on, you want to lay me? We do get a reprise of Can You Read My Mind? Because we're just like paying John Williams. Like, hey, look, dude, you made that music. Totally. He fucking chucks her through the air right here. Dude, he's what like, the fuck are you doing? It's insane. He's like, he's like, hey, Lois, you ready? And she's like, what? And he fucking just <laughs> throws this woman through the air. And she's like, well, I guess I'm thinking I'm going to die again. He throws her. What did she say? <laughs> I love it. He throws her so hard, like her skin comes off and fits him in the face <laughs> while she's just barreling through the air. Gee, Lois, like, just got hit with your skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so, so, so bad. Uh, but yeah, the end of it is she admits she's like, Yeah, I remember the whole thing, motherfucker. That kiss didn't work. I don't know what you were trying there. Uh, seems like an obscure Superman power that you had back in the 40s that no one really remembered <laughs> and they fucking dug up for no reason. Yep. It's just wild as fuck, dude. And like, so, oh, the thing I wanted to point out about when they're kissing right here, though, they have a, they have a little, a little smooch going on. Hell yeah. 
And the way the camera is over Christopher Reeve's shoulder looking at Margot Kidder. And dudes, did you see? You can just tell that you can see the fucking stitching on the S on his cape right here. It's the cheapest. Yeah. What, you'd be embarrassed if this was your Halloween costume as a it's, kid. Kind of It's cheap. a mom iron on, is what it is. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> totally. Mom made my fucking Superman Halloween costume, dude. Look at that shit. Uh, look, uh, yeah, don't, see- don't worry about it. Camera very bad. <laughs> no, no. Camera be out of focus all the time. With Chris, time. Chris, he's going to look great on cinema, I promise. Chris, Chris, <laughs> we'll put the, the colors on in post. We'll put the colors on the post. Chris, good job firing Wes Craven, by the way. Excellent idea, Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess so the thing is, so is this just like a kiss, or is this another, like, oh, I gotta re-up the fucking forget-me juice, Lois, I, you're I starting to remember the, shit. I think it's the latter, because she kind of then plays it for at least the rest of this scene. Like, oh, right, because she's frozen, just like the last time. Yes, and she's like, oh, okay. And I do think that, yeah, I, I think that, I don't know what the movie's supposed to make you think, but the only way this movie makes sense is if she's like, Okay, so I'll pretend to be frozen now because this guy's going to keep thinking he has this magic power, which he <laughs> totally does not have. Uh, yeah, wow, it, I don't remember the last couple of days, Clark. What a good kiss you gave me. Because he fucking does that. She's frozen. He runs in and changes into Clark Kent in a tuxedo and comes back out. And then she comes out of it and she's like, Clark? Oh, right. What am I doing out here? Oh, you wanted to get some fresh air, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, fresh air, right. Yeah, let's uh, go to this gala now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't see whatever that Creep gala City, is. city, by the way. What's that? Just Creep City, dude. You can't be doing that. Oh, for sure. He's fucking Yeah, yeah, fucking Lois. It's just like, I don't know why I'm so, like, anxious and, like, need to sit down for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I don't know why that is, but, like, we have to stay here for a little bit, Clark. I'm sorry. Clark, I can take a seat. It it fucking feels like I was thrown through the air. (laughs) My shoulder feels really sore. (laughs) (laughs) Was I hanging from something? I have the vaguest memory of falling off your balcony. I feel like I've aged five years emotionally in like the last five minutes. I don't know why. Clark, call me crazy, but in any time in the last few months, did you try to fucking kill yourself jumping off this balcony? <laughs> There's an image of you jumping off this balcony. Uh, this is where um, uh, fucking Jeremy comes to town and Jimmy's fucking taking photos of him and shit and Superman shows up like oh hey you little piece of shit you thought I didn't care huh well here I am I love Jimmy's line here like what a scoop <laughs> what a scoop <laughs> gotta take these photos scoop scoop alert <laughs> well Jeremy is an unaccompanied yeah. minor I don't know who brought this kid to Metropolis I think fucking Daddy Warfield just had, they fucking bought this kid off of Mrs. Mama Jeremy or whatever. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, there needs to be someone to watch this child other than Jimmy fucking Olsen. <laughs> uh, so Superman's like, hey, Jimmy, you th- or uh, hey, Jeremy, you thought I was uh, full of shit, huh? Watch this. I'm going to go address the UN, you little turd. Do, do, do. <laughs> And, and yeah, he, he goes and gives this impassioned speech. There's kind of a nice moment where he's like, he goes up to the, you know, like the director of the UN or whatever. And he's like, uh, Madam Speaker, I would you know like to dress the council. Uh, and she's like, well, OK, Superman. Uh, but since you're not tied to any country, like you need a sponsor. It's kind of cool that like everyone yes. in the audience raises their hand. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite thing. in the when they're walking in and like every security guard, you'd imagine about to go for their gun. They're like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's a god. Oh, Superman. Oh, that's Superman. a god. Never oh, that's a god. Okay. Oh, he'll, oh. he'll kill us instantly if we try to mess with him. Hi, hi. Come walk right in, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and he does. But it is kind of this weird thing where he's like, 
As of today, I will. I have now decreed as God of Earth, uh, we are no longer <laughs> having nuclear weapons. So eat shit. And everyone's like, mm. I guess we got to get rid of nuclear weapons. Superman said so. But you know who objected was the ambassador from Iran, the Joker. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't that be something, folks? <laughs> That would be something, dude. I that, feel like the Joker's also addressed the UN at some point over the years. That wasn't in a comic. He was it, actually the ambassador from Iran. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because of how, uh, you know. How we looked at Iran. Yes. Ayatollah Asahola, dude. Yeah. <laughs> training our children to also hate mm-hmm. any does, foreign entity. Does right. that, the author of that, uh, does his name uh, rhyme with Rank Iller? <laughs> no, it does not. Okay. No, no, I don't think so. Was it Death in the Family, Steve? That was Death in the Family, you're correct. Which which is good. I think yes, I it is. It's actually really good. Somewhere. Oh, Ex- wait. Uh, fucking the Joker being the ambassador to Iran and the UN is from Death in the Family? Yeah. I've read Death in the Family. I guess I just do not remember that part. It was a, It was really silly. I mean, he was wearing Weird. like a top hat and everything. Written by Jim Jim Starlin, by the way. Just ah, well, at least it was a fucking top hat he was wearing, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, it wasn't a top hat. He's wearing... Oh, fuck. He is wearing the... I, You're I right. Know. It just flooded back to me. Yeah, he's wearing a... Um, he has like a, a turban on his head? head. Yeah, yeah oh, it's not, 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 not great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so he gives this whole speech, you know, the earth is my home too, blah, 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 blah. And then it's just like, here's the thing. This is where I was like, I have... I'm really fed up with how cheap this movie looks. There is the shot of Superman. He's flying to grab a nuke. Like, there's some submarine or some shit that fires a nuke. And Superman, like, flies, like, over the crest of the Earth to get it and whatever. And it's the classic shot we've had in all these movies. Superman flying directly at the camera. Except this time, it's all put out with cannon money. And he's out of focus the entire time. (laughs) Yes. Christopher Reeve is not in focus in the first... I think it's the first of these Superman shots in the movie of Superman flying at the camera. You can't even fucking see the twinkle in his eye. This right. movie's so cheaply made. So I, I got a question about these nukes being fired. Are are these governments like, oh, we better get a nuclear war in under the wire? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a great question. I don't know why we're just firing these things willy-nilly. Or is that how they're getting rid of them? My ass, Superman will find it. Just throw it out by Do shooting the, the it. fucking nuclear weapon alley-oops, you think? <laughs> well, Superman's like, uh, listen, I'm not going to go all the way uh, to your country. Why don't you meet me halfway... Uh, I'll pick you up at the airport. Um, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Right, right. right. Who can, whose line can we set up as a hotline for them to tell us where the missiles are going to be? Does the vice president <laughs> have a line? Let's let the vice president. Yeah, yeah. How about, how about him? <laughs> uh, and this and is he puts him in a big old dumb net. Yep, this big old Superman net we okay. got from God knows where. Quest, yeah, exactly. Who's making that net? Because that net can hold hundreds of nuclear missiles. Ah, that's a that's huge a great net. Question. That's something that was crafted on Olympus. It's the only way that thing makes any fucking sense. <laughs> know, you know what I mean? So Unless maybe the supercomputer happened and Gus Gorman made it. But <laughs> also, like, not only is it a net that has to like hold all these nukes, it's a net that Superman has to be able to take through Earth's atmosphere without burning up. Oh, so oh, what is this fucking look, net, man? Look, don't, don't talk. About, don't worry about what happens in space, guys. Not, no, not in this no. movie. I know it, it is clear in this movie that that what I'm complaining about right here is not the dumbest thing to happen in space in this movie. We'll get to that. But like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just a, look, it's a big dumb net. Look, I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna get a net that big for Superman to put all the nukes. Well, you know what? You know what? Andre the Giant has a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to relax. Andre, um, you've got to help us. 
listen, he's totally drunk. We'll just have Zoom in, gently get him out of there. (laughs) I'll pass out a 29 bottle of wine. Okay, here's the deal. You can have my net and throw it in the sun, but you're going to give it back to me. (laughs) He's just sleeping in like a pile of hay somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, and he throws, I don't know, 100 nuclear weapons at the sun. Sure. At the sun, and it just goes boop. As I have a, to imagine I mean, that would be a, a bigger issue. Yeah, I think the Earth would become the next Krypton. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, dude. Now the sun is way out of whack. Thanks a lot, Superman. Mm-hmm. Fucking piece of shit. Um, this is when Lex Luthor has his plan. He's like, okay, if he's going to keep hucking nukes at the sun, we could actually <laughs> use it to our advantage and we'll use this uh, protoplasm or whatever the fuck he calls it uh, that I got from Superman uh, that I've extracted from his hair. Plus this costume so that this fucking monster isn't born naked, sure. And <laughs> attach it to a nuke. Once it hits the sun, boom. By the way, this would be the second nuclear man because apparently there was, and I think they filmed some of it, there was a first nuclear man who was bizarro looking that Superman fights and defeats. And was they he, just cut Was he also movie. played by Christopher Reeve? No, I think it was it was Mark Pillow again, uh, the guy who plays Nuclear Man. I think it's there's but basically the idea is like Lex Luthor keeps throwing nuclear men at him, kind of a thing. Oh, oh, oh! I you see. Know, a bizarro like colorway on this guy would have made made a lot more sense to me. Just yeah. would have made all the difference in the world. Again, like just tip your hat to the people in the audience that kind of care, also, especially we- because like the the way that the costume is designed is so arbitrary. It's like Lenny Luthor is like, "Hey, and I have some golden black spandex, Uncle Lex," <laughs> and like then his suit is just golden black. Like, yeah. God, and it yeah. and there is some horse shit. Lex Luthor line where like like Lenny says something about like oh man Uncle Lex you have to design a costume or something like that and he's like no the computer will do all the work and I was like well fancy that <laughs> by, by the way all this like gene like making the protoplasm to put into the nuke it it literally looks like you're just mixing dirt into a box Yep. And then closing mm-hmm. the box and putting it on the nuke. Well, it's the protoplasm looks like fucking like peach-colored Nickelodeon gack. You see this shit? <laughs> yes, it does. Looks disgusting. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. Oh. And is this where is this missile that they attach this to? Is this the one where he dresses up as a general? Yes, he's yep. wearing his crimson tie attire. Yes, dude, he totally. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks in and starts overriding orders, and people are like, "I don't know." He looks. He looks like a general. Well, he's what? certainly dressed like when he's chomping an unlit cigar. I think that the thing here is he's um, right before this in his. By the way, Lex and Lenny get a fuck pad together to Hell beat yeah. the band. Right. Oh, there dude, is, you've got a jukebox. You've got a bunch of cool chairs. It's a, it seems to be at the top of the Empire State Building. There, the yep. quote unquote cool chairs. One chair is, and I, I wanted to take a picture of this, but I didn't want to give it away to the, the folks at home. But one of the chairs is a woman that looks like a cheetah that is shaped what? like a chair. Oh, what in the fuck? Mm. <laughs> I did not notice that. I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, did you take a picture of that? I didn't. I should have. I'm an oh, asshole. Damn, I was going to say, text me that. <laughs> sex me that photo, please. I mean, text me that sexy lady chair. It's a it's a, it's a primo dual uh, bachelor pad. It's up there mm-hmm. with the Dead Ringers apartment. Well, <laughs> ooh, that's a nice pad, actually. It's great. It's good because they're step uncle and step nephew. So yeah, it's fine. No, it's, fine. it's fine. They um, enter into this movie, and I think this is what gets uh, Lex onto the, be- the the military base. Two of our America's greatest, uh, two of history's greatest actors, Jim Broadbent and William Hootkins. Um, yes, 
And then some third dude playing like an evil Russian or something. Yes, and it's like the idea is Jim Broadbent is a French arms dealer. Uh, Hootkins represents the U.S. of A. And the Russian guy represents Russia. And they're all going to work together to stop this fucking, uh, this no good Nick telling me what, what I can and can't do with nuclear weapons. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a line from Lex Luthor, it might be a little after this, where he says that, like, no, he's not, uh, he's not for war. He's just for the threat of war. Because yes. you can make money during it. Exactly, yeah. Like, if there's an arms race, like, Lex can make money on selling these weapons to people, uh, is the idea. And, and they're all made up to look like, you know, non-Cobra G.I. Joe villains. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, uh, the, the General Romoff, and then, like, does is it Hookins who has the eyepiece? No. Uh, it's uh, like a striped suit or something. Yeah. Yeah. He Well, Hootkins is also the guy who gets Lex Luthor into the launch site. Yes. Okay, uh, he he walks into that. they walk in together to watch the launch. Uh and the guy you know, there's some fucking like weather delay or something like that. And you know, Lex Luthor's like, Oh yeah, well that's uh bypass code six eight seven four. Now fucking launch it. Uh the yeah, the the thing launches into space and just as Lex Luthor planned, Superman like clockwork comes and snatches that motherfucker up throws it into the sun, and then you have the dumbest birth of a villain I've ever seen. It's like a fucking D-grade star child from 2001. Mm-hmm. This is the birth of Nuclear Man. I My God. That's deliberate, obviously. I think they're almost trying to reference um, when Clark was coming, well, when Superman was coming to Earth as a baby. Yes, a little bit. No, 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 no. Orange trash look good on big screen. <laughs> Orange trash look very good on big screen when we, yeah, when we show. that is correct. Thank you, Chloe. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to work with you both more, but you know. (laughs) I actually made my son Eric by throwing him into the sun. (laughs) It was an abomination. It was my DNA and a bad suit. I I found General Zod dead, (laughs) threw him in a vat. We made some monsters. I bet they were originally supposed to put out Ghosts Can't Do It. Ooh, Golden Globus, yeah. yeah it doesn't like it just it reeks of a production that they were behind. But Absolutely. President Deals wouldn't let them get away with, you know, ha- having a higher profit margin. For- <laughs> Chris, you worry so much for handsome men. Don't worry, you're handsome. Go out on town, have a good time. The movie's going to be fantastic. <laughs> what do you mean we're out of money? No, we're not out of money. You crazy Chris, this guy's so nuts. He's just we always worry all the time. Don't worry, Chris. Uh, okay, movie men. Yeah, run, try the card again. Run the card <laughs> again. Okay. Yeah, dude. Oh, if this one no works, you try this one. Give them Diners Club card. <laughs> this account from Turks and Kekos. <laughs> you oh, get fuck. money from that. Okay, I will not listen. Let's uh, hello, Vestron Video. Yes, it's Golden Globus. How many squibs you need? We need a little bit more cash flow. We sell you squib, you give us money, right? Oh man, yeah, the fucking Canon Vestron Wars, dude. That has to be something. There's, oh, yeah, dude, there's a story a, to be told in there. Those dealings are as n- n- notorious as Iron Contra. <laughs> listen, New World, New World. You do? Do you need dynamite? <laughs> We have how much about, dynamite. How about the ninja costume? You need to buy any ninja costume? Yeah. Maybe you make movie called Dynamite Man. I have poster already. You keep. You keep. You got. Free idea. Free idea for you. So he's, you know, born. And while that's all happening, there's a really terrible sequence where 
Clark is going to have like a workout with Lacey. <laughs> and there's this weird, like catty gay trainer character that's like fucking with Clark Kent. I don't need bizarre. this in this movie. I, I mean, they're trying to be like, hey, aerobics got invented. Everyone's talking about aerobics yeah. being invented. Yeah. You, you hear about this? You hear about this? <laughs> it's also just like the shitty, like, and they don't even like set it up set it up enough that it matters but this is the start of like Lacey warfield trying to like hit on clark kent and like you know win him over romantically or whatever it's totally unresolved um well i mean this guy that kind of bullies him like no pain no gain and then he like killer workouts him <laughs> he really does <laughs> He, kill, he goes with an enormous safety pin, you mean? Yeah, he, murder, he murders him in a fucking sauna with a safety pin. Well, he tosses the giant weights at him. Maybe it's more of a death spa situation. <laughs> oh, I see. Sure. Yeah. This is all starts uh, uh, Christopher Reeves being turned into a physical comedian for about 30 minutes here. Uh, Which, again, I don't, I don't necessarily mind because he's very funny in those first two movies. He's, but go, he's good at I mean, the third movie has an obvious example of it going way too far. Yeah. Yes. Right. I mean, because what the first two movies get right is like that comedy is evenly peppered throughout. And this movie, it's like, because this is like the scene we're up to, really, but it's like, uh, like the movie's going to stop dead so we can have the comedy scene. And yeah. that's this like double date shit. This is like a three's company bit, right? It's Absolutely. Because like, she's like, oh, Clark, that was really fun. You, me, Lois, and Superman should all have a double date, and we'll have an interview with Superman. And he's like, ah, oh, hmm, guess I'll do that because I'm a fucking maniac. Just be like, oh, no, Superman's fucking busy. End totally. of story. And, like, Superman, see, he's got to do it the other way around because, again, this is what's – it gets a little tiring watching these movies, like, I guess like we did, but, like – Again, she's just getting some huge interview with Superman, mm-hmm. and like that is the basis for the brunch in the first place. It's like so boring, seriously. It's- and it's it's the same thing. It's like, you know, how can whatever the you know the other newspaper is in Spider Man, the Bugle or whatever, like how many fucking pe- pictures of Spider Man you need? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like you're doing another fucking interview with Superman. All right, I, 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 no, I don't pay Peter Parker. We'll use a stock one. We got tons of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, but yeah, like in this situation, he just needs to be like, sorry, I'm I'm gonna be home taking a shit that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> the you old cabinet excuse. <laughs> but, but instead, yeah, we just watched this fucking silly Three's Company episode play out. Because, yeah, he he first shows up as Clark, and then he's like, ooh, I ha-, or no, he shows up as Superman at first. And Lois is like, oh, I made this amazing duck dinner for us with scallops, too. I'm like, that's a little heavy. Um, yeah, duck and scallops. Fucking pick one side of the road, lady. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, also, am I am I like mishearing details here? But I could have sworn when Lucy, or Lacey invites... Clark to the brunch she's like cool so you can see like my big penthouse apartment but like then when we're there it's Lois that's doing all the cooking yeah and then the scene ends with uh Lucy being like oh I think dinner's ready and Clark's like yeah let's do it and I'm like the fuck do you know what's going on with the dinner (laughs) Lois has been doing all the work with the duck and scallops it's a great question (laughs) it's super dumb uh and it's yeah yeah. we're going in and out um uh, and like it, it is weird because Lacey is just so ill-defined 
And I mean, I, I don't think particularly that Mariel Hemingway is a terrific actress either. Um, but she's just really able to find like she's like really attracted to Clark. So like Clark shows up. And, like, he starts to walk out, and she's like, oh, you're right, Clark. Let's just go somewhere else and have a great time together. And it's like, what? Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You're fucking Superman in your apartment. You're not interested? That's the other thing. Again, it makes no fucking sense. She's like, let's just get out of here. And I'm like, two people who don't <laughs> live there are in your house doing shit. Why do you want to leave? And I guess it's and just And one of thing- which is from fucking Krypton. Well, she says Superman is boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's got to be a thing where it's like, you're just so fucking rich that it's like, whatever. If these complete strangers, more or less, fucking totally rob me blind and destroy my apartment, well, I'll just buy another one. It doesn't even matter. Well, I certainly couldn't bring him to the Hamptons. (laughs) (laughs) That simply wouldn't do. (laughs) Uh, so like this whole thing's going, it's like, you know, oh, you know, Superman's going to be here for the interview any minute and Clark has to be like, oh, I fucking didn't have any change to pay the cab driver. And so he's got to like run downstairs and do that. And he flies back up as Superman. Like you get the idea. It fucking happens like eight times. I mean, this is what happens in Mrs. Doubtfire as well. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally right, dude. No doubt. Sorry, Lois was a drive-by fruiting. Oh, Oh, hello, dearie. (laughs) Uh, uh, Help is on the way, dear. Superman, you have an old woman's face falling off of you. <laughs> Do I? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. I just saw Superman peeing standing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Superman is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> well, I just wanted to get close with my kids again. Hmm. No. <laughs> Thought I'd deceive their mother in a very morally bankrupt type of way. But it's for family. Uh, Got to make the connection because it's adorable and sad that Robin Williams and Chris Freeve were best friends for a real long time. Oh, really? Oh, that sucks. It was Julie just, you know, it's just uh, Robin Williams' 69th birthday the other day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking yeah. miss that guy, but I have to say, nice. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> just go to his grave and just look at him like, nice, and then leave him. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I will say also I'm sort of stealing that from his daughter who did the exact same thing on Instagram but it was for like she was donating like $69 to like a bunch of charities oh that's cool yeah, she's, she seems to be a pretty cool person. Anyway, so this is all going on. Same time, we cut back to the fucking uh, Luther family fuck ranch here. <laughs> and what is the deal? I think also there is a deleted scene that involves time travel because why in the world is Lex Luthor dancing with some fucking 18th century French dilettante? I have no idea what this is. This Marie Antoinette shit? It's totally really and bizarre. I, I thought it was fucking, uh, what's her name, Miss Crumhauser? What was her name? Uh, Miss Tessmacher. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was Mm -hmm. Miss Tessmacher back, and I was like, oh, I guess I missed her name in the credits. Nope, just some random woman who he's fucking waltzing with, and then it's like, oh, what's that noise? Oh, I guess my son Nuclear Man is about to be here. (laughs) On your way, lady. I think he's constantly hosting or going to Eyes Wide Shut type of origins. Yeah, sure, sure. I buy that. He's been in prison (laughs) at least 10 years at this point, you know. That's true. (laughs) Fuck my way through time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, you use a time machine. Dude, yeah, he's the time traveler's pornographer. Yeah, and then you go and you create other you create like brothers or sons of you i guess they would be sons i guess i guess you, your own semen wouldn't create your well, brother if, you, if you're traveling oh, yeah. back in time it's your son but then it could also be your great-grandfather somehow oh, something shit. something he also, he's my son he's my grandfather he's my son he's my grandfather i'm getting dizzy he does seem like a natural enemy for bill and ted <laughs> yeah oh dude something. absolutely 
<laughs> totally. Well, Bill and Ted, you'll notice that I've fucked your grandparents as well. <laughs> and I'm taking the princesses with me. <laughs> oh, no, bogus. Lex Luthor took the babes. Yes, even you have a little Luthor in you. <laughs> oh, shit. Me yes. and my new best friend, Genghis Khan. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. That'd be better than the last two movies of this franchise. <laughs> uh, so Nuclear Man shows up and he sucks. Um, you know, he's voiced by Gene Hackman for some reason. Except these growls cannot be Hackman, right? <laughs> you don't think so? No, Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman growls for no one but Mrs. Hackman, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That's a little too animalistic for Gene Hackman. He's got standards. This might be Gene's like toilet growls. <laughs> I was doing some toilet growls recently, I'll tell you that much. Okay, Mr. Sound Mixer, you listen to me. When Hackman go to bathroom, <laughs> you put you put microphone underneath stall and you get the groan. Ah, the old Canon Pictures <laughs> toilet mic. Got it, boss. If you heard me and Chris talking at the same time, that is the podcasting equivalent of reaching for the last declare. Because we had <laughs> the exact same joke at the same time. Yes, okay. The audio goes in movie. The, the camera, the little camera you put it, that goes straight to my office. Straight to my office. <laughs> oh, yes, a hackman on toilet. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I hate getting old. Ah. We, we got him Philly cheesesteak for lunch today. <laughs> We got him that, so it should be loud. Loud. Ah, ah, ah. Killed them all, of course. Ah. It was too loud. He break camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Go Go Golan, Mr. Uh, Globus, uh, wh why are we eating nothing but cheesesteaks and Taco Bell? <laughs> I'm supposed to stay in shape for be a Superman movie. Uh, not, not, great, not a great way to do it, sir. <laughs> oh, you don't look well. Go sit on toilet. <laughs> That's a promotional deal, Christopher. Promotional deal with the Philly Cheesesteak Company and Taco Bell. It sounds like an all right partnership to me, man. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's got to have his voice. Like, how does Mark Pillow sound? Probably not great, is <laughs> my guess. <laughs> I mean, it was a thing where I was like, all right, like, did maybe this dude like didn't speak English very well? Like, That's I don't know a thing yeah. about this guy. Like, maybe he's fucking Greek. Like, maybe he's, yeah. you know, Pilikowski or something. And is this around when like the suit does like Lex Luthor tell Superman via Lex TV? Kind of, sort of around here, yeah. Because I mean, like, he su uh, Nuclear Man shows up and he is super p powered by the cell sun. Meaning, if he's out of the direct sun for even a half a second, he shuts off like a, a like a fucking dildo. Yeah. So, like, so <laughs> night, I guess. So you could have just Superman could have just like fought him and pushed him towards where it's night. That would be a great yeah. idea. I guess so, like, follow the international timeline there right. and just go well, in reverse. Well, that's actually a good point because they're fighting in. Uh, Metropolis, which is in America, and then go to China. So, I mean, it, the, the timeline's got to be a little bit off there. Just yeah, the, you know, it turns out, guys, here's the thing. Oh, what's that? Metropolis is in China. It's the fourth Superman movie, <laughs> and nobody cares. I got it. I don't know. Just get a hold of him until like 7 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Just just hold this guy off until around you know when the fucking local news is get, over. Get him, get him a nice dinner. Go to like whatever like Metropolis's Carnegie Deli is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Show him the sights, and then he's he's gone. He's dead. All right. All right. Nuclear man. We'll settle this in a couple of hours. You want to have dinner first? 
Yeah, it's uh, we're gonna go get something that takes a really long time to uh, eat all the uh, way through. Now, we're gonna go to Ratz's Delicatessen. <laughs> I wasn't watching this that clo- closely. Surprise. That's all right. Um, but isn't Superman also powered by the sun? Yes, he is, but not in such a stupid way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess right. Like this explanation for how he gets his power just doesn't make sense to me. The whole like, oh, the sunlight gives nuclear man his power. But you know what but this is so like. It's su- but Superman also. But at night, nuclear man is well. Beatable. Here's the thing. It's just, you know what? You know, well, you know why? Well, of course it's dumb, and I'll tell you why it's dumb. It was fucking written by people who, when you have Thanksgiving dinner with them, and you say shit like, uh, "You know, it'd be really cool, Uncle Ted, if um, America and the rest of the world can just convert to like solar and wind power." And then they their fucking dickhead knee jerk response is like, oh yeah, well what am I gonna do then when it's dark out? <laughs> Solar power, but the sun goes away too tat. <laughs> and it's it's that yes. fucking dickhead shit. Like, well of course when the sun's out, if he's solar powered, he's gonna fucking turn off too tat. <laughs> there was no wind today, so I guess there's no TV. Oh, exactly. TV. He actually said that. <laughs> Stupid, okay, nuclear man people. is powered by the sun, and oops, it's after seven. He's asleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the exact same. You're, you're, logic, to- you're totally right. It's, it's, it's stupid as fucking shit. Right, Versus yeah. Superman. I mean, Superman is an actual solar battery. Yeah, he you know, he like contains it, and then yeah. you can just have it all the time. He should be back in the sun occasionally to keep it going. But sure. Whoa, whoa, what are you gonna do if it's cloudy out? Boo <laughs> boo. Lex, I need you to make me a P-Man. <laughs> I need a P-Man. I will pay you in steaks, the finest steaks you could find at Spencer Gifts. <laughs> oh, God. That's where they were sold, Trump steaks. What? No. It's yeah. a sharper image. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a little different. Because you'd be like, oh, is this a Trump steak or is this fake vomit? <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, okay. Exactly. Pick up, is pick this up a, a whoopee cushion for the appetizer. Steaks wrapped uh, in Carmen Electra Hawaii Tropic posters. I'm sure, what the fuck? A four pack of Baywatch season one. Oh, yeah. The steaks are in the back right by the glow in the dark black light mushroom posters. <laughs> You into, oh. you into sex stuff? They kind of have that stuff here, too. Oh, yeah, dude. For the just sexually curious, Spencer Gibbs had things that sort of applied to you. You could cook my steaks with a lava lamp. <laughs> Buy the lava lamp. Cook it. Lava lamp sold separately. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he does the old Luther hijacking his head again, and he's like, hey, Superman, I'm going to blow the fucking 20 top stories off this building. Come save it. And then Superman flies in, and he's like, huh, yeah, that's right, Luther. It was the same gag from part one, I remembered. <laughs> I'm not stupid, Luther. <laughs> uh, there's a fucking great Superman line around here, though, because like Gene Hackman says something about like kids and animals, and he goes, uh, it's common knowledge you hate both animals and children, Luther. <laughs> common knowledge. <laughs> what are you, an, an interview at Esquire? <laughs> well, it happened, I bet. Yeah, dude. he's a famous guy. He almost killed Superman. Um, yeah, and then this is when he introduced him to Nuclear Man, and they have a big dumb fight. How does Lex Luthor know, and this happens a, a minute before, but how does Lex Luthor know, it's the first time he's seeing Nuclear Man, 
that he can walk up to him and his fucking weird fingernail will light his cigar for him? Great question. I feel like that's Lex Luthor uh, taking a leap of faith here. She does, by the way, Lex Luthor, know for some reason that if he scratches Superman, he's going to get really sick and die. Mm? Oh, boy. I don't don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, Well, I guess because so Kryptonite, we explained this on the episode coming out tomorrow i think yeah so it, it the problem with kryptonite is that it's radioactive so maybe radi radioactive fingernails could mm. damage sure I, I, I guess so dude but they just make nuclear man look like fucking ron perlman in beauty and the beast jesus <laughs> christ these are the dumbest things and there are shots in this movie where there are close-ups to a fake puppet hand and you <laughs> yeah. see these nails grow it's disgusting i was vomiting and it just looks like shit it's like, like you put a like a, 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 a close up on like a toy hand that like you push a lever forward and the nails yes. come out. Yep. Yeah. Like it's an effect so bad that in the next shot, I expected fucking Lloyd Kaufman to be out and be like, was that good enough? <laughs> we're being old- purveyors of worthless movies. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to use Ron Jeremy's hand for that shot. I owe him uh, another hundred thousand rolls. <laughs> Hundred thousand rolls, uh, whatever. So we have a fucking big. Du- he roars at Superman. We have a big dumb fight around the world. That's Gene Hackman with a spicy burrito shit. <laughs> uh, but this is it, there is some dumb shit here, man. Like this is they get in the fight at the Great Wall of China and they knock a bunch of it down, and then like Superman has to stop and uh, employ his superpower everybody knows about stop motion vision. Right, he rebuilds the wall of China somehow. Like, Just by like, eyeballs. But it's- by the way, he stops to save. Now you would think there's a lot of people on this wall. He stops to save one singular white. It is pretty funny. Uh, it, but I also think, yeah, I agree. Like, um, it would take, I mean, it would obviously cost a little bit more if, like, if Superman really quickly, like, rebuilt the bricks, you know what I mean? Or something like that with his hands because he's so fast and strong, yada, yada, yada. And what That's a shock, a, though. This is like some, you read about this take or you know, this effect that you're watching. And it's only half of, like, something they actually, they I think they did anticipate trying to do, like, animating him like quickly building it back up and then just couldn't do it and it's like well he'll just look at it and that's fine and this is why there are just certain people that should not be allowed to make movies just and it's like the people who think that shit like this is okay leave it ruined and he can fix it at the end like he fixed the fucking leaning tower of pisa in the last Ex- one yep exactly, exactly. And also, you're you're facing off against like the next great global threat. Why are you stopping to play grab ass with the Great Wall of China? <laughs> and then there's more. He goes to Italy and he fucks around in a volcano. He starts that going. Oh right, this is you got a Superman speaking Italian <laughs> burger. <laughs> And he uh, puts a cork in a volcano. Dude, <laughs> something tells me, and I think we have mentioned this maybe on the on the original Superman 4 episode, but, like, I have a feeling if a volcano is exploding or erupting, rather, and, like, you just cork that shit, that just causes problems in other places. Yep. Probably. I, I was kind of waiting for him to say something. That's enough wine for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, but he he uh you know speaks Italian to them. There's a, there's like a priest there that like gives him the sign of the cross and shit. 
You are you are the devil. You are the devil. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's right, dude. There should have been some crazy old Italian lady screaming at him. Oh fuck! I forgot the Catholics hate me. Uh, hi. Uh, <laughs> Oh, they always start this shit. God damn, the fucking Catholics. Demon, the worst. demon, demon, <laughs> demon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh, your, your, your holy water burns me. Ah, ah. Uh, oh, you know, I, I, it's time I put a stop to this. I'm going to go break the Pope's neck. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that'll show him. Uh, so, oh, this is around where, because this is Nuclear Man Steals the Statue of Liberty. This is the close-up on his awful fingernails. And this whole, him carrying this thing. So funny. Guys, it looks so bad. <laughs> this it's almost saved the movie for me, honestly. <laughs> I was hooting and hollering. I thought it was so funny. He flies over the city with the Statue of Liberty. It is so fun. And he sees like a group of people down the street, and he's like, oh, I better huck this statue <laughs> with them. And I just lost it. <laughs> Uh, he just he gives it a toss and then like Superman comes in obviously and fucking you know the way it's shot he might as well it. have this like tucked under his arm <laughs> yes yeah. I mean just because again like physics has to exist even a little bit you know what I mean nope he's barely getting a hand on it when he, fl- he so he flies the Statue of Liberty back instantly fixes it which is what allows Nuclear Man to to cut his neck with his nails because he's so focused on restoring the Statue of Liberty immediately. Right. Oh, wait, but it wouldn't be Statue of Liberty. It'd be like Liberty Statue, right? Oh, because Metropolis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I think, uh, yeah, like Lady Metropolis or some shit Ah. they'd probably call it. Um, You know, just like the Empire State Building is like the Metropolis state building or something <laughs> we're just sure. putting we're putting metropolis in, in, in place of all these names but he scratches him superman fucking drops like a sack of a sack of wet rags right here this is when his cape falls off and then he's like dying um now somebody- steve sadak uh-huh. yeah, i was about to re- i remember this too i yes. think i mean we did tell this in in the original episode but for listeners at home who haven't heard it you shed a tear right here i did this is the only superman movie sadly uh up to that point uh, i've seen many since then in theaters you know the only one of the original four that I saw in theaters, I'm not like 50 years old. Um, oh, man, take that, people around. Movie-going <laughs> age in 1978. No, I know. That was the first one that I saw. And I didn't expect Superman's cape to fall off and to be scratched. Because you see blood, too. Like It's, not, yeah. a lot of, it's not, not a gusher, but like it's blood. It's pretty horrific looking. And I thought Superman was dead. I started, I started weeping. Like, oh, they killed Superman in the Superman movie. Kind of crazy, man. I was four years old, but sure. (laughs) It's just nuts, though, man, because that fucking scratch on his neck, dude, I thought he's going to turn into a werewolf. (laughs) Yes. You'd have, like, Howling 2, your Superman is a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I could get behind a hairier Superman. Mm. Captain America turned into werewolf in the comics for a little while. No, seriously? Mm -hmm. They called him Catwolf. It's kind of a cool arc. (laughs) Ooh, I'm a, oh, Andrew's intrigued by cap wolves. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see soups like do more nukes, like get like a like a big volume in his hair. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a giant beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, giant beard. Yeah. Like doesn't a, he have a su- uh, Steve? Does he have a beard in Kingdom Come? N- uh, maybe at the beginning. He does have a beard at the beginning, and he shaves it. Yeah. Um. So, oh, also the thing—it's uh, kind of crazy too. The thing that makes him drop the cape is Nuclear Man just kicks him, <laughs> <laughs> fucking punts him like a football. I, but I really thought, like biologically, he couldn't exist without the cape. Was part of right. It, it yeah, was right. like okay, that's part of him. So, <laughs> so what? What was Clark Kent then? He just like tucked it under the suit. 
Yeah, it's got to be. T- he was a Tucker dude, <laughs> wearing it at all times, man. Oh, uh, by the way, I think Nuclear Man looks a little bit like Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> yeah, does. Yep. yep, dude, you're not wrong. Actually, roided out Thomas Hayden Church. Roided yeah. out like the 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 hair that Thomas Hayden Church had, like especially like his sideways haircut, where it's longer. Didn't he have long hair in sideways cabin, like kind of yeah. longer hair? Little, it was big. It was a uh, little volume there. Yeah, yeah. That's because like it's not like. His Sandman haircut. No. Huh, okay, uh, me and me and Nuclear Man have to go uh, from Nuclear Man's bachelor party. We kind of lost lost our way after college. <laughs> <laughs> he's my freshman year roommate, and he's powered by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking any fucking plutonium. <laughs> I love this. Oh, I mean, dude, Paul Giamatti just sidled with Nuclear Man for a weekend. <laughs> yup. Oh God! He keeps scratching people with his fucking fingernails. Listen, you're fucking blowing it for me with Virginia Manson with your creepy Gene Hackman voice. <laughs> are you are you chewing nuclear waste? <laughs> he rips. He like rips up all of Paul Giamatti's hand towels. <laughs> Be fucking great. Oh man, that's a movie I haven't rewatched in ages. Still holds up, dude. See- I have not seen that movie since it came out. Rules. Get yourself Cabin, a good you- bottle of wine in the afternoon, some nice, and have a nice little. It's an early Sunday evening kind of a movie. Interesting. So you start at like no later than five twenty-five p.m. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty Excellent. You know yeah, what? no, I know. Starting at four twenty. Oh. 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 Uh, so, oh, so then, so the result of the scratch, by the way, is Clark Kent just starts getting the DT shakes here. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's saying, like, this is the craziest thing. Like, he's taking a sick day. Like, it's maybe a day or two. Everyone's like, you know what? That Superman, he's dead. <laughs> we haven't seen him in 48 hours. He's dead. And how do you have, like, a, a tr- maybe he's doing something in China and you're unaware of it. Or maybe he's doing something in, you know, fucking Peru and he, you don't, you're not unaware. You don't know what the fuck Superman's up to. Relax. Exactly. Like maybe he had to go off world for something, you fucking selfish <laughs> metropolitan people. Uh, off world. I love it. <laughs> but this uh, is when so- somebody mails, uh, oh, that's right. Um, Sam Wanamaker's like, hey, Alicia, I got you a present. Superman's cape. You can fucking wipe your ass with it because that fucker <laughs> is dead. Plus, she gets a promotion at the paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, yeah. she worked really hard for it, guys. She worked really hard. I mean, she was born richer than us. So, mm. yes, that's how the world works. Yep, working hard, dude. She pulled herself up by the bootstraps yep. and blah, blah, blah. Hashtag girl boss. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fucking Ooh. poor people. Fight amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the other person's fault. Fuck your neighbor. He's ripping you off. Yeah. Keep on belittling people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so Lois, Lois with the Superman dead question mark headline and seeing the cape, she fucking loses it. She quits. Or she's like, she kind of pseudo quits, one of those things. Right. And she takes so much care to wrap up this cape in, like, fucking packing paper. It takes, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, like, twine that she's wrapping this thing. I'm like, I don't know, like, just shove it in your bag. Seriously, dude, it's Superman's cape. It's seen worse. <laughs> um, She goes to Clark's apartment, which, again, I do feel like she knows what's up. She's like, hey, is, um... Superman hasn't been seen in a while. If he wants to show up, here's his cape. Um, you know, and that's yeah, and that is like this conversation especially was. Yeah. I was like, all right, she fucking knows because it's like, yeah, give Superman that cape. Yeah. yeah, whenever you see Superman, 
and she and it's a I actually like the scene. It's a nice scene where like they're kind of like, you know, she like is inspiring him to kind of get back and ba- get back in the game a little bit here, kind of a yeah. thing. The problem is, is that I'm kind of disconnected at this, but like I've already had my first nuclear man fight, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like I I want this thing to end, and it's only eighty nine <laughs> minutes. Yeah, no, you're not wrong, dude. It's like, can we just maybe switch some shit around here, editing bay? Um, but whatever. So he's sort of withering away. <laughs> I, say, uh, oh, I don't know, man. He looks like Ebenezer Scrooge uh, uh, right before the end, man. It's like yep. he's got like withered hair. He's ghostly white. It's really, really like the three uh, ghosts are coming for him in the night, man. It just it looks so dumb. Uh, but so he's withering away and he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and he gets his little green crystal out. Uh, Deus Ex dildo, my friend. Totally, man. Not the first time a dildo saved a major motion picture. <laughs> oh, and so what? there's a weird thing where Nuclear Man's like, must meet Lazy Warfield, all of a sudden me horny. Yes, he's, ki- you know, you've killed your enemy and you realize you got a boner down there. Um, <laughs> oh, you got a little boner down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got, like, th- there's a, a picture of her on the front page because, again, like, it's your daddy's newspaper. It's like, Meet your new sexy publisher. And it's a sexy oh, picture right. of Mariel Hemingway. Yeah. And he's like, hey, all right. Must be. And it's, yeah, poor fucking Gene Hack. And I was like, me wanna fucky. Fucky, <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like saying to Superman, he's like, hey, man, you know where this lady is? And he's like, I don't know. And he goes, if you do not tell me, I will hurt people. And then like, launching into 15 minutes of continuous growling while he destroys a street in Metropolis. He spins a fucking SWAT team truck like a top, and I kind of enjoyed watching <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I was kind of on board for this destruction. <laughs> totally. He's using a lot of, like, super breath right here to just, like, send people flying, which is pretty great. But, like, I'm not joking, like, growling the yep. whole time. Yeah. Well, there's a, and then there's a dumb ele- elevator gag, right, where, like... Yep. Clark, well, Superman's going to go use the elevator, which is funny in general. And then, like, <laughs> what, like he just traps because again, he's away from the sun. If the elevator door closes, Eric, <sighs> he therefore close powers down. Just collapses. That's what he does because he, like, he he gets it. He's like a matador, you know, and he fucking <laughs> tricks him into jumping in. He closes the elevator doors and then somehow like turns the lights off in the elevator, mm-hmm. and that like stops him. And this is the whole like dragging the elevator up through. He yes. grabs the. This is kind of an interesting move for Superman. He doesn't think like maybe I'll just grab the elevator cart and carry that up. I'm going to grab the wires that the elevator is holding on to so that when I fly out the top of the building, I'm just going to take a huge chunk of the building with me as this elevator cart like flies yep. through the side of the building. You're killing a couple people for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Uh, so, you know, that's, we go to the moon and he drops it down like, huh, job well done, Superman. Excellent. And he's like kind of just like taking a breather on the moon. I, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's like kind of like, I don't know, I've, I've been to the moon in a while, kind of a thing. <laughs> he's like admiring the flag. He's like, yeah, not bad. He's like, he, co- he straightens it a little bit. Yeah, he covers up the uh, footsteps that those pesky astronauts left. <laughs> Leave no trace, guys. Leave no trace. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, but I also do love, uh, you know for a fact, like Superman was about to huck Nuclear Man at the sun, and he'd be like, oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Clark, no, get your head on your ass here. Oh, now he's, fu- now he's 50 stories tall. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, uh, but, but he forgets that the sun also is around on the moon and stuff you could say the sun also rises dude mm-hmm. and it's just it's, and you go it's just around the time when like he 
but so nuclear man comes back right yeah the sun hits right the here. elevator and he jumps out of it like ha i'm alive again and then he grabs lacy warfield and drags her into the cold death of space yep and she's fine like by her hair and she's like ow and she's <laughs> just breathing openly yeah, on the moon yeah. it just it's fucking forget breathing openly on the moon she makes it through the earth's atmosphere it is ins- it's just so dumb it's like how like listen canon i love you guys but how dumb do you think we are no no right. it okay it's okay because she touched pretty sun boy she touched yeah. pretty sun boy she okay in space it, it if worked. he would pop up and explain shit here and there <laughs> i would be so into it but you know here's the thing like chris you're not far off because the easiest fix is like you just animate a little orange line around the both of them yes, and it's, it's like, like oh he's got i don't know a fucking force field capability uh whatever it doesn't yeah. matter no, no, no. it's at least something no 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 orange line costs you ten dollars no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll not do that no do that it, no it would be funny if you like kept on trying to get like a sexy lady and he kept on flying to earth and bringing them into space and they kept on popping in the fucking <laughs> vacuum of space so he just keeps doing it this time oh fuck all right this lady Ooh, what about two ladies at once hey, oh wait because <laughs> the thing is it would be an absolutely killer date spot but they always pop every <laughs> time planet, daily planet headline human fireworks over city <laughs> At what point does he, because this fight goes on for a while, oh, at some point, Nuclear Man hammers Superman into the fucking moon like like a hammer to a nail. Yeah. Like a fucking Looney Tune, dude, yeah. And it's a, lot of, it's a lot of wrestling fighting, you know what I mean? Like there's like, you know, hip checks and stuff and slobber knockering. Yeah, <laughs> tons of slobber knockers, dude. Who's, Absolutely. Whose knockers got slobbered? <laughs> no, it's a, a slobber knocker is oh, is a thing. It's not a person. I, I it's better. A yeah. <laughs> then it got gum gabbled. <laughs> gum gabbled. Uh, so he's like growling, 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 whatever. He, Superman moves the moon in front of the sun to cause an eclipse. And that's what I'm like, guys. <laughs> yeah. The guys. oceans back on Earth are so fucked right now. Yeah, there's a hundred tsunamis going on. <laughs> Just, I mean, like, you might, I, mean, I think this is the problem with this iteration of Superman and why it kind of, it had to peter out. Like, I think that, and I even think the same thing with Sun Air Superman, like, there are ways to make him less powerful, and that's a great idea. Like, Superman shouldn't be able to move the moon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he could be super strong, like, lift a, you know, a fucking, a building over his head, but maybe he has to, like, struggle with it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And the fact that, like, every single thing he moves, the facial expression, like, stays the same. Like, exactly. He's not struggling any more to move the moon than he is when he, how he looks when he's, like, lifting a car. And you just need, you, it would, it, toning that down a little bit or a lot of it would, like, make these movies have a little bit more uh, 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 stakes to them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like a, absolutely. Uh, the moon is just too big. If it was a comet or something, maybe. And it would be cool if it, that comet turned out to be a fragment of Krypton and uh, <laughs> died. Exactly. Um, so he, you know, Nuclear Man goes dark and then just, like, drops from space right into a power plant exhaust tower and then falls from that directly into a nuclear reactor giving metropolis i guess unlimited power I he puts him i think he puts him back in the elevator where he powers down and that's what he's hucking around but even oh no no he just no he just he drops. drops yeah he drops okay you're right you're right because and there's the there's a crazy right. like uh image of him it's just like a fucking 
sack of potatoes falling into this uh, nuclear power plant exhaust tower or whatever. And, and that is the theme of the movie. Nuclear weapons, bad. Nuclear reactors, good. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Yep, exactly, dude. Clean energy or whatever. Uh, so, you know, he's gone at this point. Uh, fucking Jackie Cooper comes in and he's like, Oh, by the way, Mr. Warfield, I convinced the bank to let me become the majority shareholder, so you can go fuck yourself. Glad you were in this movie. <laughs> For six and a half minutes. It's look, just like one character too many, look, man. Look, Sydney, I know, I know, like, hi, it's Christopher Reeve again. Hi. I know that you wanted a last <laughs> scene with Gene Hackman and Superman, you know, Luthor and Superman one last. But I have to tell you that journalism is really important. And we have yep. to tell the audience that it's really important, and we need at least 15 minutes at the end of this movie to tell that. <laughs> uh, so Superman gives another press conference here, and this is great because he's like, yeah, you know, I tried to be cool before, and you guys were all assholes, and I just realized, you know, you know what? It's not up to old, old Superman to solve your nuclear problems. It's up to you, motherfuckers, so whatever. Yeah, you guys can just nuke each other. I'll just be getting cats out of trees. Bye-bye. <laughs> yep, totally. I mean, he does have a great line here. He goes, you know, I wish you could see uh, your world the way I see it. He says, when you really look at it, it's just one world. It sucks <laughs> that there are good messages in yes. a really shitty movie like yeah, this. For sure. Because uh, that's definitely one of them. So Superman's like, look, man, I've experienced the overlook effect. I'm sorry that y'all haven't, but you're just one fucking rock, dude. Work together. I can't be in all places at all times. Sick of this shit. <laughs> Sick and tired of it, Superman. He's a vacation. Stop kicking the back of my seat. <laughs> uh, fucking Lenny and Lex Luthor are disguised as characters from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> sure, trying to fucking jalopy their way out of Metropolis That's and are caught immediately. The weirdest part about this is like Gene Hackman's like, all right, I'm not gonna, it all be in your silly Superman movie. Okay, uh, hey, hey, Gene, will you debase yourself in the dumbest costumes we could possibly find? Absolutely, <laughs> you got it. Better go to Lowe's. These are the uh, <laughs> first experimental versions of something called an Oakley. We want you to wear them, Gene. Uh, and it's like, oh, Uncle Lex, you're not going to believe this. And Superman like lifts up the whole car, and he's like, fuck you. Uh, Lenny, you're going to the Boys Town remedial home. Where this like kid looks like he's 22 years old, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's he's probably actually aged out of uh, qualifying to uh, live in a boy's home. And, and it's also, it's run by the church. A little too uh, mm -hmm. mixed in like uh, the American way with uh, churches and shit in this yep. franchise. Totally, dude. Uh, Luther goes back to jail. There's a great uh, see in 20 from Superman, which mm. is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, the inmates are like, hey, Mozart's back. Oh, then, right. They're all making fun of him. <laughs> he reads, you fucking idiot. Oh, and there's one <laughs> one final like moment between Superman and Lex Luthor. It's like, okay, but just tell me how you defeated him, you know? Oh, yes, oh right. yeah. How, how did you do it? And he's like, oh, uh, remedial uh, nuclear physics. When I was sick, I kind of got a, a nuclear physics book, and I kind of went through it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there I is do... a great thing, though. He goes, uh, it's a great Gene Hackman line. He goes, because uh, he's like hopeful still, uh, and he's like, is the earth going to be vaporized? <laughs> Fucking yeah. great. I've always liked that one. Is the earth going to be vaporized? <laughs> Fucking take me down, Superman. <laughs> hey, wait. Is this a uh, quick question? Is this uh, is this uh, quarantine going to last all year? Yeah, take me down, Superman. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking vaporize me, Superman, please. Thank what, you. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> you get to see some cackman cleavage, is what he says. <laughs> 
Look me directly in the eyes. Look me directly in the eyes. Snap my neck. <laughs> I know what you plotted last summer. <laughs> and then, like, I think the last shot of this movie is the recycled last shot of the first movie. Yes. Because uh, that, you, that, that grin is again? exactly the same. Yeah. I, maybe they did it again or maybe they didn't, but you're right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it looks... I mean, dude, we watched these four movies yes. in the span of three days. I, it looked to me last night like it was the same shot. Because also, not for nothing... This was, you know, the first movie was 78. This is, uh, what was it, 87? You know, nine years. Christopher Reeve is looking older in this movie, and it lo he looks younger in that last shot. That makes That's sense. That's just me. I don't yeah, know. You're, you're, probably, you're probably right. This movie's cheap as shit. We recycle last shot. It's fine. <laughs> Chris, Chris, that always happens in movie. You've never been in this part of the the process, but you always recycle old shots. Exactly. It's, it's called uh, the, the movie magic. Movie magic. <laughs> we are a magician. <laughs> Um, so where's everybody feeling about Superman for it? Because that's the fucking end of it. We'll go to uh, Steve Sadak here. Yeah, I I mean, like, it's it's awful. It's incredibly cheap. It's so flimsy. You can pull at any thread of this and be like, there's nothing here. I do, I like it a little bit more, at least because of, uh, I don't know, just watching the first one or watching a lot of like Christopher Reeve clips. Like, he had a real idea, to, uh, a philosophy about this character that I think is really nice and inspiring in, in very dark times. So, and and to, to have this movie kind of be a vehicle for it is both nice and also tra tragically sad because it's so cheap and such a failure. And probably his involvement made this movie so much worse, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. um, or at least his involvement behind the scenes, not, not in front of the camera. So there's that. Um, I would go if I was ranking, and not everybody has to do this. Um, uh, Superman one, Superman two. I would. God damn it, it gets tough. I guess I. You, you got to go number uh, Man of Steel just because it like at least holds together a little bit more. Then four, then three, then sadly. No, actually, I'd, I'd go four over four over Steel <laughs> for sure. Four yes. over Man of Steel, then Man of Steel, then you do Superman three, which is terrible. Uh, irredeemable, and then you get uh, Batman versus Superman, which is super irredeemable. Where's uh, Superman Returns? Oh, of oh, course. Yeah. Oh, fuck ass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one, two. Uh, By the way, Steve, do. you're the one that painted yourself in this corner. Oh, I absolutely did it to no myself. No one was saying about rankings, but you love them. I do love them. One, two, four. Uh, oh, one, two, Superman Returns. Uh, four. Uh, Man of Steel th uh, 3, Batman vs. Superman. I'm not going to count Justice League because it's a team movie and fuck off, Chris. Okay. <laughs> wow, take that. Uh, Eric Siska? Um, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with Steve that I do think this uh, this movie was better than I remembered it being. I, 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 I like moments of it. It's very dumb. It's very stupid. I, I You know what? I don't like it. But, <laughs> but it's still better then three, and it's better than... Oh, my God. I'm, should I do a list now? You don't have to. Superman 1 <laughs> is my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, then Superman 2. Right. I would probably put... I don't know, man. I haven't seen uh, Superman Returns in a long time. but So it's probably like Superman Returns 4, Man of Steel 3, BVS last. Yeah. It's just... I mean, and also, like, I feel like if you like... If you're really into, like... Like you were saying, Steve, the interpretation of the character that Christopher Reeve had, and you like one and you like two, I would say, you know, reappraise for it's not great, but if you get aggressively drunk like I did, um, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> there you go. It's a gin-tastic movie. Exactly. Uh, Chris Cabin? I actually think 
three is the more remarkable movie. Like, not better, yeah. but like four dissolves from my memory the minute it's off. Like, I, right. I, I can't, like, it, I had to take copious notes for this just to make sure I remembered everything that was going on. And you would think the 89-minute runtime would work in its favor, but actually it just feels almost as long as three to me in a lot of respects. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I can't really, yeah, I can't recommend it for sure. Um, I would guess I would go Superman 1, Superman 2, Superman Returns. I guess I have to say Man of Steel, yeah. uh, Superman 3, Superman 4, Batman uh, versus Superman. Wow, really? I say so four down the... Yeah. Uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think what's said about this movie has been said. I will say it played better for me this time, uh, just like it did for some of you, uh, than it did 10 years ago when we did this episode uh, the first time. Um, you know, I do appreciate, hey, fuck, man, you know, 89 minutes and you're out of there. That's not too shabby. Although the problem is, you when you read about why they did that, like, it was a longer, it was like two hours and 17 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. And they caught it from a business standpoint because theaters would be able to cram in more show times. <laughs> uh, and it's so fucking funny because it's like, hey, man, did you ever hear just putting the movie on two screens? But we didn't, you know, there wasn't a proliferation of multiplexes in the same way. Chris, there Chris, is now, Chris, so you want it. a shorter movie, no matter what, even if you cut out all good scene, shorter right. movie, better. <laughs> Chris, Chris. And, and yeah, in, in 87, like there were a lot of like last picture shows still around this country, probably. Right. So the notion of like, if it's shorter, we can cram more shows in a day, we can make more money. But you know what? That then that does not make a great product here. Uh, if you're like you know Superman curious and you haven't seen these movies, like I think for a completionist's sake, check it out. Uh, and I would go one, two, Returns, four, Man of Steel, three, BVS. That is my ranking, uh, and that concludes the 500th episode Ooh. of We Hate Movies, Ooh. which yeah. is quite something, everybody. If you Put both of those together. You got a big old app. It's a big old app, man. And of course, it, it will continue because tomorrow, if you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, we will be releasing We Love Movies episode 501, uh, talking about Superman, uh, the movie, the first one, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and this was a lot of fun. And I have to say, uh, the last 10 years have been a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm saying yeah. that oh, yeah. to uh, the folks at home, and I'm saying it to the three of you here who... Jumped on this 10 years ago and decided to try to make something of it. And, you know, I think we we got a lot of dumb luck, but we've also, like, worked to make this a cool thing. So, uh, you know, thanks to the three of you for hopping on board because it's not anything without you guys. Well, say, like, likewise, yes, man. Thanks you to know. you, sir. To, yeah, to quote uh, Jennifer Coolidge in, I believe it's Best in Show, likewise, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of all time. But no, yeah, you you work. I mean, you obviously have shepherded the ship and all that great stuff. And you you know you edited almost every main feed episode. Period. So that's a ton of fucking work on your end as well. <laughs> so hats off as on uh, to all of us. And yeah, hats off to you. Again, we would have stopped this show so much longer ago if people didn't yeah. give a shit about it. So oh, anyway, it would have been just another failed web series idea we had. <laughs> you know, like truly, you know, it's it's really 
really it's really thanks to the audience and obviously the the whole Patreon thing. I feel like if the Patreon didn't come along, we would have fizzled out by now. So thank you so much for your support there. It literally keeps the lights on. It literally keeps us being able to do this. And so that is, of course, the end of our celebration of the 500th episode. But uh, we are rolling on here with more content, as always, here on We Hate Movies. Steve, what's going on? Yeah, we are next. Well, tomorrow you'll get your 500th first episode on Patreon.com, which is uh, Superman the movie, which we're really excited about, which we've already told you about. Yeah. But next Tuesday on the free main feed, we are coming back with an episode on While You Were Sleeping. Absolutely. This is uh, the season finale, technically. Finally, that's true. getting back to our 90s uh, thriller roots, uh, <laughs> you know, psychological <laughs> horror. Absolutely. Uh, so that will be coming up. Uh, next week and then the funny thing is there's just like a little bit of a break and then season 11 starts almost immediately that's right so uh thanks for tuning in thanks for celebrating 500 with us be sure to tune in tomorrow for 501 with superman the movie that was a lot of fun that's on the patreon feed uh and then until next week with while you were sleeping i'm andrew jubin steven sadak eric Siska, chris gabin take it easy and please put on a mask That was a HeadGum Podcast.